Welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's me, Tricky, but no Stoutsy, no Katie Katie Naked Lady. This is a bit of a takeover today, as we got Dugan, Keith, and Griffith from the Anything But Credible podcast. What's up, fellas? Hi, Tricky. What's up, man? Going on. Thanks for having us, dude. I feel like you guys are going to be the emergency uh, go-to now if uh, the other two bail out again. Well, I got to say, I, I know I was thinking about this today. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen you. It's been super long since I've seen Stoutsy and Katie. So shout out to them. But yeah, I mean, it's, for me, I'm just it's just good to see you again, honestly. Right, for real. I've seen you once. Yeah, I've seen you, Griffin. I don't remember part of it, but I seen you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, thanks for coming on, guys. I guess let's get into it. Let's get into songs of the week. Let's guys, do ready? it. Let's go. Does anybody let's want to start it off? So I got to be honest, though. Like, I, I got a hard time following the rules, man. I, you know, I, I'll be honest okay. with you. I, I, I tend to bend them a little bit. So I don't know about you guys, but, like, my, my music's been next level since quarantine. I don't know why. I've just been taking in more and more and more and more. And so, like, I, I I tended to do some like not just individual songs. I I, I kind of have whole albums. I think I did that last time actually. Oh, yeah, you did. I was <laughs> so, Follow the rules, Nick. I'm sorry ahead of time. So I think I wouldn't listen to like everything that you said last time. I don't remember what they are right now, but I, I guarantee I, I do know one thing. I do know one thing. If I know Todd enough, I will know that you will at least enjoy one of these for sure. Is it a U2 album? No, but. It's on your list, I promise. All right, does anybody want to start? You want me to start? Yeah, you start us off. All right, my first song this week, we're going to go old school, uh, Rebel Rebel, David Bowie. Ooh. I love David Bowie. And I realized I haven't picked the song yet, and I just feel stupid for not picking the song yet for the last 120-something episodes that we've done. It's one of There's my too many songs, favorites. man. It's too many songs, too many classics. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's my number. Rip, that's up your alley. Aren't you a Bowie guy? I like me some Bowie. Okay. Keith, okay. I don't see I don't see you being a Bowie guy. Are you a Bowie guy? Uh sure. I, I don't <laughs> hey, wait, wait a minute. Let me let me I'm gonna pause this uh we don't give, some, we don't give awful answers. <laughs> like I like me some Bowie, sure. <laughs> I wanna pause the songs of the week for a second because I just thought of something. Um I'm gonna let's get into it real quick. Uh Mighty oh Ducks, the Sandlot. Oh um oh, yeah. oh. I'm on, I've been on your side, I think, this whole time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I mean, really, this is to Keith. So, you know, <laughs> wait, which one didn't you like? Did you not like both of them, or is it just one? I don't think he likes any of them. Yeah, Keith and I were both over both, I, I think. We're over them. It, it doesn't mean we didn't like them <laughs> yeah. as children. So, you don't like them now, but you'll watch that TLC show? Oh, 90 Day Day, <laughs> dude? Fuck yeah. <laughs> that all day. I heard that. Oranges here. I gotta say, I heard that in the last episode. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, <laughs> I, I, I think there's that. a bigger question here at stake, Todd. I want to ask you this. I think there's a bigger question at play here, and the bigger question for me is, how many times? No matter if you, it's one of your all-time favorites. How many times of seeing and watching a movie is too many times to where it puts you over the point of like, okay, I'm officially done with that movie. That really depends on the movie. Yeah. There's a there's a give few me, out there. There's a few. Give out me there an average though. Watch. Give me an average. I don't 50? know, Mix. I've watched like 20? Space Jam like twenty thousand times at least, at least a hundred times this year alone. Maybe during quarantine alone, I still love that movie. That's obscene. Okay, I just when know they put like, on Netflix. I, I was like, this is. Easy. 
I can't speak for Keith, but I know for me, it is literally just one of those things that's like, I just literally cannot watch it again. I, I just, I, I, I've, I've seen it so many times that I've just like, it just doesn't even register as a positive anymore for me. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like some people maybe get like that with like Christmas movies and stuff. Like people are yeah. sick of seeing like Christmas movies and stuff. So yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I'm done with a Christmas story. Super done with that. That's what I was just yeah. thinking. Yeah. I also just have this weird thing with like child sports movies, actually sports movies in general, really, you know, like I'm just not even like, I'm a huge basketball guy, but I, I'm not like a diehard basketball movie guy though. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's something well, about sports are, movies. They're just not good as entertaining to me. Do you not like Space Jam? Other than Space Jam. Yeah, what are Space Jam's a classic. Coach Carter. Basketball Diaries, if you consider that about basketball and not That's drug about heroin. <laughs> no. yeah, it's not <laughs> a stretch. That's, That's a, a stretch. <laughs> Good try, though. Basketball's in the title. But here's the thing, though, Griff. Like, you said a couple movies right there. Like, that's the thing with, with sports movies for me. They're just, like, they, they don't they, – they make it to the, the medium, like, oh, that's a cool movie stage, but they don't make it to, like, Legendary or, oh, my God, that's one of my all-time they, – they just oh, don't make it up to that level for me, and I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's only a few, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, like Mike, not a fan? <laughs> that's not going to make my list, I don't think. I mean, that's definitely in that middle category. You know what I mean? That's like in the movie range of, oh, like mine. Cool. Oh, Sandlot. Cool. Oh, Mighty Ducks. Cool. What about Hardball? Oh, Hardball. Cool. It's not like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? I don't know. Fair enough. (laughs) But I really wish Stoutsy was on here because he goes super hard for that conversation, and I kind of want to have it with him because I get where he's coming from. But I still want to ask him, like, there are definitely, everybody has a list, has a laundry list of movies that are actually good movies that are generally loved, but they've just seen so many times that, or, or that on their own list. You know, like, you, there's always, a, you always get to a conversation where you say a movie that the whole room is like, what? You don't, you don't care about that movie? And I want to know what his list is. I want to know what those movies are. I feel like I know what it is. Oh, man. Just speak for him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Put it out there, <laughs> and then what we'll do is we'll quote it afterwards and make it like put it all over the internet, like he actually said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And slander. Let's just, we'll let's just say he hates the movie Miracle. Slander's fun. <laughs> he hates the movie Miracle. We'll, we'll just say that. Let's go what? with it. Shit. <laughs> there you stop. I'm pretty sure he's off the show. <laughs> See ya. Listen, I, I, I he probably hates like. I don't know. What's the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? He probably hates Predator or Terminator or something. He probably does. You know, Keith, you know what, dude? He probably hates Over I heard, the Top. I heard he hates Over the Top. No, I, I heard. I think that was the, I think that was the movie we're, we were talking about. Like, when you guys brought up that original conversation, I think Over the Top was brought up. And you're like, you're going to fucking like that movie, but not Mighty Ducks? Fuck him. <laughs> it's a very defensible position, honestly. <laughs> Griff, you love that movie, dude. I've never seen it, but like, <laughs> just I understand what it's about. It cannot just, be. No, it's Todd, on Amazon. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check that out. But Todd, you need to put out a Twitter poll, honestly, and it needs to be phrased like, it, "Who in 2020 cares about Mighty Ducks and Sandlot?" Right now, dude, you're That's gonna get so, like people with like nostalgia and like all that yeah, shit. See, that's the thing is people people act like they love it so much i love this but like honestly though when you come down and it's you know 8 p.m at night and you're just eating dinner or whatever and you're like let's put a movie on how many of those people are gonna put on the fucking sandlot and mighty ducks 
Maybe. I bet that percentage is small. I bet. That's, I mean, it is, it is definitely nostalgia value, but like that's real value. Yeah. 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 Like to reminisce on and to think of, and you, you put it in that cat, but it's not like, I don't know, Stouty might, you know, of all people, I bet Stouty might actually be watching those movies a lot. <laughs> like he might actually be watching them. So I don't know. I think Sandlot's like one of his all-time favorites. So I, he probably would. I think he has a shirt, like a button-down shirt with like Sandlot characters like on. He probably wrote the screenplay to Sandlot 4 already. So. <laughs> <laughs> there are three of them? I think so. Yeah. My little cousin. That's another thing that ruined Sandlot for me. My little cousin showed me the second one and the third one. And I was just out after that. <laughs> you, don't watch, you don't watch the sequels to that type of thing? No. Mm-mm. No. Mighty Ducks like, is different. You can watch the second Mighty Ducks, but I don't watch yeah. the third. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, uh, oh yeah, and another thing, I love how uh, no disrespect to you guys or anything, but we go from Grant Fuhrer to uh, me three. <laughs> I, th- I think you're on an upward trajectory. <laughs> was it Keith? Was I was I talking to you about that? Or like, uh, how do you we're gonna go from Grant Fuhrer to uh, us? <laughs> Yeah, I, I literally said that to somebody yesterday. I was like, you know, his last guest was Grant Fuhr, and now he's having me on. <laughs> and and hold on, I'm I'm late to this party here. Are we saying that this is a huge drop off? I'm confused. Yeah. What's yeah. Going on? No, not at all. Not at all. No, actually, I'm more angry at uh, my two co-hosts because second second episode on the ABC network, and here they are. It's like, oh, we can't make it. Funny how that works, isn't it? Right, pieces of shit. Hey, listen, Todd, there's one thing that we all know, man. And when you hit that peak, sometimes you don't want to come back down. The easiest way is to just accidentally find other stuff to do uh, so you don't have to come down. You know, you just stay, you stay at that high level. When you, when you get Grant Fear, you, you stay up there. That's why I have a sharp fall. <laughs> I don't have the clue. So I'm, I emailed Dennis Rodman, but I never heard back. So That's coming, though. We That's need to coming. discuss him because I haven't seen all of The Last Dance yet, but I have some thoughts you about got- him. I think you got to get a hold of uh, Kim Jong Un first. That's like <laughs> Rodman, yeah. I mean, technically, you could probably, according to the uh, last dance, you could probably still call Carmen Electra, which that is the biggest mind blow for me of the entire. So one of the top five biggest confusions. We <laughs> <laughs> got forty minutes, and he calls and tap out. And you said, Grant, this is going to be a drop off. <laughs> Come on, this is. What do you mean? You have. Oh what my is god. You? Is there a spider on there? Did, Did he, he spill something? Fucking tick on my leg. Ah, oh, gross. Uh, what? Who is this guy? I was, in the, I was hiking all day. A tick during uh, this pandemic, too? Not good. Not good. Who knows how many ticks that bug us or people that tick us sometimes? Oh my god. Dyslexic. Fuck that. Fuck. Is that your phone, Keith? Yeah. No, it's mine. Shut up, phone. And you got the phone going? Damn, up. <laughs> Sorry. But I'm so posting this whole video on YouTube at some point, by the way. Don't. <laughs> Did I just freak out out of nowhere? <laughs> that was messed up. Well, anyway, let's get back in songs we want to go next. I'll uh, go next. Um, so this one okay, is... Take it back. It doesn't matter what week it is, what day it is, what month it is. Uh, American Badass is always number one. Oh, my God. Kid Rock? I should have known that was coming. Kid Rock, yeah. The old uh, Undertaker theme song. Love that song. Oh, yeah. It's a song. What year did that come out, Keith? 
Uh, probably like '03, maybe. I don't know. It was, it was 2000 because they timed it at the same time that The Undertaker returned to WWE and he wasn't like the dead man anymore. And that song came out the week prior. So like it was like basically a promotional campaign for Kid Rock at the same time while The Undertaker came back. They like mm. double launched it. Some would say it was a promotional campaign for The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> So, Keith, you went to that concert though. Was that the was that the the high the the peak of the concert when that song came out, or what? What happened? Actually, my number two song was my favorite uh, favorite song I've ever heard in concert. <laughs> okay. Another rock song. Well, what? yeah, you gotta you can't if you're gonna bend the rules, you gotta keep going with it, man. Oh yeah, yeah. So number two on my list is Enter Sandman. <laughs> okay, that's a classic. I saw Metallica last March in Kansas City. It was amazing. Yeah, they see. I've heard they put on just like a one. I heard hit them and Kid Rock put on like just awesome shows. Oh, Kid Rock was amazing too. I don't get him started. On New Year's Eve, uh, like three years ago, he had uh, the testicles dropping for the uh... <laughs> <laughs> high class stuff. Oh, oh, amazing. He's a very talented musician too. He played every every single uh, instrument on the stage. It was awesome. That's pretty cool though. I will give him that. that. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? Griff, I, I want to hear yours. Yeah, the heebie-jeebies over here. Uh, okay. I will start with uh, "Might Be Right" by White Reaper. Just keeps popping up into my music right now. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I have and no I idea who, who White Reaper is. Yeah, it doesn't surprise. I only know two songs by them, to be fair. So, sounds cool though. I'm gonna check it out. Sounds spooky. What kind of genre is it? It's rock. Oh, wait, like alternative, like alternative, like the eighties bin? Uh, I think it's like alternative rock. Like, I think it might have been on the radio not long ago. Honestly, who am I? Oh, I'm thinking of. Um, Are they as good as Breaking Benjamin? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I thought. Keith, you know I, I love Breaking Benjamin. Benjamin. I, I know you love Breaking Benjamin, man. I haven't listened to them in years. They're great. They're cool. <laughs> Firefly! <laughs> Not that one. Not that one. <laughs> Not that one. All right, Diggy, what do you got? Okay, so um, should I start with the actual songs or the whole albums? I'll, I'll just, you know what, I'll, I'll start with uh, my first one the actual song. So listen, here's the one thing. is I've, This is a weird thing. Not Not weird, but I've been before I said that I, my music has kind of stepped up, but it's really honestly just been my, my genre of R and B has been, I don't know. it I don't know what's going on with 2020, but I feel like R and B has just been taken off, man, at least for me. Um, so party, party next door came out with, uh, with an album. Right. And uh, there's a song on there with Rihanna called believe it. And I don't care who you are. I don't care. I don't care if you listen to it or not. If you hear that song and you don't nod your head and you don't get into some kind of vibe, you gotta be alien, man. What was the name alien. of it? Believe it, featuring Rihanna. That's. I have the another song kind of similar. Like it's great. If, if it comes on and you don't nod your head, it's called "Time After Time" by Cyndi Lauper. If that song, oh my comes god, on, you don't nod your head to it, dude. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. If you think about it, there's 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 a bunch of songs that like if you're standing next to somebody and they just show no emotion, you you have to second guess 
what's going on with them. Seriously. Like, that's fun. It's weird how that works, you know? Like, what are they thinking about? Or, like... It's like, dude, are you, are you, are you okay? <laughs> we, all, we all here tonight? Like, what's... What if they, they got them? see, like, one single tear roll down their face? <laughs> then you just give them a hug, man. Because then, they're, they, then they're, what that means is that they're feeling that music times 10, what you're feeling. And that's next level. Anybody who feels music to the point of tears, like, I love that. That's amazing. But what I'm saying, Keith, is you got to make sure that they're not, like, one of your favorite all-time characters, the, the cockroach from Men in Black 1. You got you to make sure that they're not an alien inside of there. Sugar. Water. <laughs> okay. So I literally was just playing the Blockbuster game with Katie the other night, and Men in Black came on. I was like, dude, there's, not, there's one scene that I'll crack up every time where he pulls his hair back, and he's like, sugar. <laughs> it's his favorite thing. He loves it so much. Like I went on the lead detective in Law and Order Criminal Intents, for the record. Oh yeah, you know that really? I was gonna, I was no, just gonna say Law like, and Order ever because that dude was just did, like. What did that guy end up doing? Yeah, like after that though, what did he do? Uh, uh, criminal intent. He was a kingpin. Yeah, kingpin and daredevil, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh really? Oh, yeah. that's hilarious, man. I've wondered that forever. He's been in like a lot of stuff. He's done a lot of. He's like a, a character actor. Like, yeah. He plays. James was uh, Kingpin. That's in the, in the movie. Yeah. But in the Netflix <laughs> show, it was uh, the cock of Men in Black. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll big facts, big facts. That is. That's nice. That was a nice pull right there. Ty, what do you got, man? Uh, my next song, I'm going to go with The Killers, All These Things I've Done. Hey, man. That's my, that's my favorite killer song. I got a killer song on, on this list. Oh, oh really? really? Nice. Is it their new song, Fire and Bone, that's, like, really weird? It's not. Fire and Bone? <laughs> that's how he says it. Like, it's weird. I've, like, their last two big songs I haven't liked. The Man, I wasn't a fan of either. That grew on me. That grew on me after a while. I guess I had never, I never let it. I just heard it. I was like, <laughs> that's pretty douchey. <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. That's fine. Just, yeah. Well, actually, that song grew on me when I saw him live. Then I was like, okay, song's pretty dope live. I mean, the band as a whole, like, I always kind of liked them. And then I saw them live, and then I, like, oh, they became one of my all-time favorite bands. I met them, and they're what? weird. They're, <laughs> they're very strange. Like, uh, I believe his dating resume, some of uh, the women, that, that, that lead singer has Thumbs on Thumbs up or down? Is good crazy or, good. good. Oh, good? Crazy good. Yeah, oh, good for him. Like, um, so we did a meet and greet, and I walked into the room, and Brandon Flowers, lead singer, doesn't say anything, and I'm like, oh, oh, hi. I guess I'll be the one to say like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, I didn't know that was my job. Like, to Brandon Flowers, I'm gonna say so. Right. Like it was weird, and then I made a joke. I'm like, I bet you love doing these, and he, the drummer turned around because he started laughing, and I'm, and he's like, no, no, it's fine, and I just walked out the room. It's like, yeah, you definitely hate this for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was so uncomfortable. Which, what a name, by the way. Like, I can't decide if that's, like, an ultimate rock star name or if it's a, a Game of Thrones name. I feel like it's I feel like it's a bit of both. Do we know what? if it's real? I'm not sure. Actually, now I want to look it up now. You it's, know, there's a lot of artists out there that slightly alter that stage name a little bit. We've sure. talked about that before, but yeah. Flowers is... Like, for example, like, I don't know if you guys know, like, Lady Gaga, that's not her real name. No way. <laughs> Yeah, Bono, that's not his real name either. It's uh, Paul Hewson. Who's that? Who is that? Paul Hewson is Bono. Hmm. 
I actually kind of would have thought that that might have been his name, actually. His name's Paul. He's a Paul. Yeah, his name's Paul. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Wait, you thought a guy was given, like, one name at birth, just Bono? It happens. Prince. I thought that might have been, like, his middle name or something. You know, I don't know. Brandon Flowers is his real name. Brandon, Brandon Richard Flowers. You got to respect the people that go by the full, the real name. Powerful name. That's a, like, you keep that name. That's a right. recognizable that's name. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. For sure. So uh, the one thing I just noticed on the Zoom that's really bad, uh, it doesn't show you how long that we've been going for. So, <laughs> so that's, this is going to be fun editing. It doesn't sure. <laughs> Go until it stops. Yep. yep. It's now midnight. It just says 40 minutes up top, but it says nothing else. Well, Griff made it even harder for you to edit because he called the timeout two minutes in. So <laughs> there was a welcome, tip on my Welcome list. to offended timeout. <laughs> Keith, I'm what's your sorry. next time? Should, should I have just toughed it out and said, okay, Tick, you got 40 minutes. <laughs> and then you're gone. Uh, my next song, this is a, another one that always takes me to uh, a good time. A good place. Uh, Bad and Bougie by the Migos. Okay. He's going with classics today. I love it. Interesting. When that song came out, Keith, that took over your life for a little bit, I think. Oh, oh, I was chanting raindrop and just waiting for somebody else to yell drop top at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember a lot of a lot of nights at the bar with with that song going on. That's crazy how long how long it's been since that song came out. I mean, I feel like it's been a while, right? I feel like it's been three or four years. Yeah, Yeah. really crazy. Yeah, two or three, I bet. Wow. I'm pretty sure I was living in Soulard at the time, which you were. Yeah, so that's at least what four, four years at least. No, three, three. Because we did the what the first year of the podcast was there, right? Yeah, so we're creeping up on four. Yeah, you're right. So August will be four. You're right. Good call. All right, uh, Griffin. I forgot your name for a second. What's your next? <laughs> 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 what's your next song or <laughs> that um i'm going with uh spaceman by the killers oh damn that's a like an underrated killer song good song it's a good song yeah so you get you you two are the killers guys like where does that what what the verses of those two songs like where yeah what do you want me to say? where are we at i mean do you todd like what, what do you think is that like a is that a well-known? I don't know anything about the Killers. It, it was one of their singles. Known. I know that. Um, I know it's like for him, he's always out of – Brandon Flowers is always out of breath after he sings it live. Like, it's like a really hard song for him, like, to get through. But it's a good song. When it comes on, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forget about this song. This song is really good. Uh-oh. Hey. We've been upgraded. What'd you do? Todd, what'd you do? What happened? The meeting got upgraded to unlimited minutes. See, it's the hack. It's the hack. What's the hack, though? What'd you do? It's some weird thing. Um, Like, all instead of, like, making it, like, your personal ID, it's weird. It's just weird. Like, you go in, change, like, a couple settings around, and it's, like, some for some reason, like, Zoom, like, then, like, forgets, like, you're on a free plan. Hmm. (laughs) Okay, pass that secret on to us, man. I want that. (laughs) That's good. Doesn't seem good. can't believe that worked. 
Why did it show you guys? It didn't show me shit. Did anybody else get that message? I got it. Okay. I'm on the phone, so I'm not sure. I, can, I can't really see anything. Yeah, I didn't get that. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. All, all right. Cool. <laughs> All right, well, Dugan, what's your next uh, song or, or album? Thank you. It is an album. Appreciate that. Um, and listen, it would not be right. It would actually be probably against the law if I came on here and didn't uh, represent a Tech Nine album. I think it's happened every single time I've been on here because the guy drops four or five albums a year, honestly. Not, not really, but it feels like that. But his newest one is called Enter Fear, and uh, it's just really good, man. It, 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 it's, it's just I wasn't too, too happy with, with the last one. Um, I can't remember the name, honestly, but Interfere, I think he took a huge step up. It's much more up-tempo, a lot more bass than usually t- Tech has. And uh, I don't know, I, I like it, man. I feel like Tech, it's weird because I don't, I get kind of weird about listening to somebody who's super, like, to be honest with you, Tech's pretty old, you know, but he's just, he's just so good though. He's just so much better than everybody else that like, I gotta love, you gotta love it, man. So I, I suggest the whole album, Interfere, Tech Night. How old is he now? He's got like, to be close to like 40, right? I don't know. No, he's got to be like 50, dude. No, yeah. he's not 50. I bet he's pushing 50. Lucky for uh, you guys. I'm on it. When uh, does Caribou Lou come out? Oh, that is like, that's a very long time. He's 48. Wow. Good for wow. you, Griff. That is amazing. Tech Nine's 48 years old. He yeah. Listen, yeah, you guys want to talk about seeing somebody live? I know. Like, dude, he still has the best rap live show i'm telling you and he, he's that old he's like he's moving and doing all kinds of crazy stuff like that that is wild What's up, i said it was a good time at pops last year oh i mean it doesn't matter where he is dude i've seen him f- five or six times now i think uh, and he is dude it's 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 way different than any other hip-hop show you're going to go to uh todd for your question kerbaloo was released in 06 holy Damn. shit yeah, little serious here whoop whoop yeah, that makes total sense, though, because, like, it was my jam in high school. So, uh, makes sense. Ben, how scary is the album? Or how creepy is the album? Well, you know, it's definitely got the Tech Nine <laughs> flair. Yeah, man. Sure. Can't listen to Tech Nine. It's just so scary. It's not. He has definitely, as he's grown old, has got rid. I mean, he still has his Tech Nine stuff, but it's gotten much less, like, murderous and much more, <laughs> yeah. like, um, Wholesome and for families because he's old and like probably. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that, but uh, I would say it's more of, I don't know, if you want to call like main normal-ish, mainstream-ish as far as yeah. the content goes. Mm-hmm. He still always does different stuff though, but yeah, his early days. I love that stuff though. He'll I mean, like, That like, stuff is like, you got to be careful listening to that in public, you know? Like, it was like horror core stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Reminded me of old 3-6 Mafia with like oh. the screen the background and everything yeah yeah that was kind of some of the stuff that like some of their stuff you could just play out super loud but some of the stuff it was kind of if you played it too loud people would be looking at you like are you about to murder some like what's going on what's next uh my next song is by jay-z and damian marley uh song called bam yes the 444 album by jay-z yes that Uh, song is awesome Dude, I forgot like all the songs that Jay Z did because he was off Spotify for so long. And like earlier this year, when he got finally got put back on Spotify, I'm like, oh, finally, like I can relearn Jay Z again. Like, yeah, I I've been I've been struggling with that because you know I'm an Apple Music guy, which I, I he literally has like random songs that's right. on there. But uh, that album is one of the albums that is available on there. And man, I did the kind of same thing not too long ago, 
and I forgot how good just from a dude the production value on that album is amazing dude they, those songs are so good wasn't that like exclusively like released on like Apple Music that album I can't remember if that was the one or not because was that pre-title I can't remember I, what the timeline is for that I want to say yes I'm not sure though because I remember it might have been the last one before then because I, you can't find anything on else right I'm pretty sure Bam is the last song like I've actually bought like just because I couldn't get it on Spotify you're probably right man yeah that's a good choice though I like that thank you Keith what you got what do you what do you uh, have like one song left now <laughs> yeah, <John. laughs> yeah I, I have two okay okay uh Creedence Clearwater uh Fortunate Son Oh, okay. We got, we got one. A little old, going old, old school. I like it. Oh yeah. It's like See, Keith. When I when I think of you and your music taste, like that is the that's what I I, I envision like right off the bat. That's that like makes, for some reason I don't know why that's the first thing that like comes to mind for me. Really? That kind of vibe. That kind of style. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why. Uh, maybe. Can't hate it. But here's the thing, though. That same kind of thing, but but a little bit more recent than that is what I what happens to me when I think of Griff though. That's the thing. That's the weird thing. And I Griff, I know that's not completely accurate, but for I'm some reason that's what comes I'm, to mind. I'm all over the place, so I can't I can't hate it. So I am. All right, Griff, Keep, what you got? Okay. Um, say, <laughs> I am doing uh uh Hold On by Alabama Shakes. Ooh. It's a good, that's a good song. song. That's a good song. It's a really good song, actually. I don't know much about them, but I heard that they're awesome live. Word on the I would love to see them live. I actually saw them live, and I was actually very disappointed. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to hear that, man. But, like, they were just, I don't know, I don't know Winkler and uh, went with, I think I went with Winkler. So I remember him, he was saying that he really liked it, enjoyed it, but I was actually, like, super, super disappointed. Like That sucks. I've been to shows like that. It's just like some bands just sound better, so much better than like in a recording studio. Like they sounded good, but for me, it was like the order of the songs that they played. It was kind of like I was getting to the point where I felt like I was falling asleep. Like, and I was like, oh, right, no. Eat it up. Like, I've been to shows like that too. Right. For me, that's like every rap concert I've ever been to besides Tech Nine. Yeah, I mean, you really got to be in, like, like for hip hop, you do. You kind of have to really be into to it. I mean, it's terrible sometimes. It's just not great. Right. I saw Ludacris live, and he was literally just, like, kind of rapping over just a CD. But there's basically just playing CD, like a mix CD that of just yeah, his him, songs. With him there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What was huh? it? I just started. <laughs> that was Keith. That was Keith. He's, his phone keeps cutting out. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, am I am I up next? I'll go next. Uh, the for, so for me the other um, the other album that or actually, yeah. I guess really it's only two albums this time. Okay, so the other album I want to give a shout out, man, is I don't know if you guys, you guys, I don't know how much R&B you listen to in general, but um, um. Kaylani just came out with a new album, man, and it's really good. She's 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 awesome. Like she she is just an all around. She she can sing her ass off, but she actually just makes really really just quality music. I, I don't even know how to put it. She just makes good R&B songs. 
so this album is called, she just came out a couple weeks ago, I think. It's called, uh, it, was, it Was Good Until It Wasn't. Interesting name. But I just said, just listen to the whole thing. It's really good. It, it's much more on the, like, you know, love, relationship, sexual side of things. But it's that, you're in that vibe. It's a good one, man. What was like, big, like big song that she had? I don't know. She had she had a couple that was uh like really early on. She had one that was with Chance the Rapper. I can't think of the name of it. That was a long oh. time ago. But uh, um, yeah. What was the name? I, I can't think of any of the radio song song like Always paired with the uh, finish line or whatever. Oh, if is the I know I know she is now. If that's it, if that's the one, that's just thinking of female R and B. She had one song that was on the uh, – one of the big ones was that was on the radio, actually, surprisingly enough, was from the Suicide Squad soundtrack. It was called uh, Gangsta. I don't know if you guys remember that. That was on the radio mm-hmm. for a long time when that was movie it was, same was drug. coming out. Huh? Could have been, she could have been on Same Drugs, too, with Chance. The song – same drugs there's also that might be the one that oh you're same about. drugs i thought oh, you were saying yeah, insane yeah. drugs no. I thought, I'm like, what are you talking about same yeah yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah i don't know about that <laughs> we're, we're all we're now on the same page keith your reaction <laughs> oh. <laughs> i think yeah. i can talk about this pam pan situation here <laughs> <laughs> Can help with this old pan pam dilemma. Ah, ah, yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. My next song, my next song is fifty three forty nine by Childish Gambino. Uh, it's the last song off his album because it's so hard to remember these fucking title names off his. Yeah, album. dude, like, I need to know what you thought about that album. Honestly, I loved it. Like, did you? It was okay. so different. Like, it took me a couple listens to like really like it, but. It was it. different. I think different yeah. is the best word to put it because yep. I'm not saying it was bad. It wasn't bad, but I just, man, I don't know. I couldn't no, get, I couldn't fully it. get into it. I like it. I like it. I liked it probably the fourth, third or fourth time. Like I probably listened to it. Last week, Griff was just talking, basically talking about Gambino, but on the TV screen. I'm just, I'm an overall fan. I think he's oh, same. one of the biggest geniuses of the last 10 years, I think is what I said. And oh, he totally is. Now, not to call you out, but that is one type of music that I just cannot see Keith getting into. Keith, well, are you a Gambino fan? A childish Gambino fan? Uh, I've only heard This Is America. Okay. Nice. I think that answers it. Then, him and Chance actually remind me of each other. Some, or like some of their songs you have to listen to mm-hmm. several times to like get what they're doing. And then be like, okay. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Oh. That's, that's one of my hottest takes when it comes to music is I, 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 can't, I can't listen to Chance. I can't do it. It's just you not can't? It. Nope, not at Chance all. Chance three, I had to listen to multiple times before I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. And Nick, I've never, I, I can't stand the guy, honestly. Yeah. Like he's a, he seems like a really good dude, and I would definitely hang out with him, uh, for oh, yeah. sure, like in person. But his, the music, I just like, I don't know, I can't connect with it. It's just not my. Just banger after banger. I don't know how you guys can't like that. It's just like yeah. another Mighty Ducks take again. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess nope. so. <laughs> that's always the number one. When I say that, though, that's the crazy thing, though. When I say that, that's always the reaction. People are like, "What? Really? Chance? Really?" Like he's just he's just universally loved. So I, I don't know. It's crazy. I think he's just so universally loved just because he's such a nice guy. Like he's yeah, like so super true. fucking humble. Like yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that plays a big part to it for sure. Right. Two years ago, he was like you know the biggest thing in the world for a period of time. I feel like he's faded away a little bit, but yeah. 
And I also felt bad for him when he got he got kind of roasted for proposing to his girlfriend in, in, in at a backyard barbecue, and I feel like people really roasted him. I felt bad for him. <laughs> I didn't even know well, that. Did he? Oh my god! What? What are you saying? Keith? Like been roasted for doing a song with R. Kelly, but. <laughs> oh, did he? I don't know. Did he? I didn't even realize he did a song with R. Kelly. Not good. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> that's Keith's. Uh, that's Griff's favorite R and B singer, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, make this ha- was a banger. Dude, right. if you make half your songs like gospel and Christiany. You can't be doing songs with R. Kelly. That's all. I, that's. Dude, yeah. it, it literally sucks because it's like you hear like I believe I can fly or like the greatest yeah. or ignition, and you're yeah, like. Fuck! Can I listen to this now? Like, I don't, I don't think you can. In his case, I don't think you can. Right. Other artists get tricky, but he's still alive. Once he dies, maybe we can have the conversation again. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how it works? Damn. Yeah. Like Michael Jackson's up for debate because he's dead, but R. Kelly still making money off those songs. I don't want to give him money. In his defense, he did say making a song with R. Kelly was a mistake. Yeah. I think Sorry. after the series came out, everybody came out and right. <laughs> Wait, came out of his house? That he finally released them? The closet, you mean? <laughs> came out of the closet? Yeah. Can I never watch those videos again? Shit. <laughs> I That's think you can watch them. Just come out of the closet. <laughs> what How many people man. forgot that that, that, that happened? What a madman. <laughs> Todd's <laughs> door's open right now. Was there, like, was there like 12 parts to that? Kelly, you in there? <laughs> <laughs> He just pops out. Ain't singing. ready. Hold that microphone. All right. Uh, whose turn is this? Is it my turn? Uh, sure, man. Why not? All right. Uh, my fifth final song, my song of the week, which will be played in its entirety at the end of the show, mm. is by Ten Fei. The song is called Candidate. Just a chill indie song. It's really, it's like right up my alley. I love it a lot. And shout out to 1975. Their new album comes out tomorrow, along with The Killer's new album comes out tomorrow, too. I was just going to ask you, I was going to say, is there, is it possible to go through a top five album or a top five song of the week without a 1975 song? I was actually kind of concerned that that might happen. So the album leaked and it took every bone in my body not to listen to it. Like, I'm like, do I listen to it? Am I a terrible fan if I go listen to it? Like I like start, I pressed play and within like 10 seconds, like I can't, can't do it. Turn it off. So I'll wait until. 11 That's o'clock tonight. Dilemma, man. I've, I've been there with things before. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I don't think I passed the test. <laughs> God, have you, do you ever listen, have you ever listened to, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty old song now, but the Travis Scott song with 1975? Yeah. Song? Yeah. Uh, I forget what, fuck, what's that song called? Uh, don't Play, I think. Don't yeah. Play? Yeah. 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 That's it. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good song. It is a good I song. Like I, fuck it. How long has Travis Scott been around for? So oh, I feel like man. that song's pretty old. A long time. Let me see. Uh, I don't know, man. He's he's made music forever, though. Like way longer than people think. Twenty eighteen. This says twenty eighteen ish. No, that's not right. Right? Like that's that way older than that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. His do Fortnite think thing was fucking dope. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, twenty fourteen. Yeah, that sounds about right. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta love Travis, man. Got mm-hmm. to. The Scots. I've only done three songs. Yeah, me too. Okay. What do you got, Griff? Okay, so next up, we're going to go a little bit older. Are these supposed to be in order? No. No, no. mine aren't. Mine aren't. Keep, keep going. I'm just getting the beer. 
Okay, I'm gonna do uh, we'll do same days by uh, J. Roddy Walston in the business. What is that? What kind of what is that? <laughs> what? It's it's rock. <laughs> uh, it's it's very appropriate for for pandemic quarantine days. Why so, is that? The song's name is Same Days. Mm. So, uh, Griff, would you say was your is your go to like if you were to say if you were to dive deeper than than not just genre but like dive deeper into like sub genre territory? What what is your style of like go to? I guess rock or subgenre like what that is, is so tough if you go through like the music i've listened to in the last few months you're gonna find like there was like three weeks where i was listening to nothing but like 60s and 70s soul music so okay. like i do weird i'm weird that's just that's the answer that's but, i mean like for me it's like maybe indie alternative is probably my go-to but i mean at the I same time you. like i'm so i'm like you i'm so spread out i'm everywhere but country like I, you know, even country at times for me, I, for, for years, country was off the table, but it's recently crept back on the table. Unless it's like Johnny Cash, then I'll listen to that. Johnny that Cash, makes sense. I don't even put him Griff in Griff looks it. like he just got off of a country stage. Even, yeah, even some of the poppy bullshit, which I fully acknowledge is poppy bullshit. Like, if I'm out camping or something like that, like, it can, it can fit. Is that Thomas Reddit? Right. <laughs> Thomas <laughs> Reddit. It is a Thomas Reddit right there. That is. Yeah, that, that's one of my go-tos with, with that genre, too. What about he's got some jams he's got some jams yeah for sure <laughs> keith what would you say your keith what's your go-to subgenre man go-to subgenre i mean like if you if you specify your like what's your go-to kind of music go-to kind of music uh i don't know i'm kind of all over the place uh i don't dig too deep into genres um but i would definitely say like anything that with a fast pace to it really catches my ear it doesn't matter what genre it is Got that, slap. yeah so you're a tempo guy tempo guy for sure okay so what's your take on the barbie girl song i love it <laughs> i love it <laughs> there's no hesitation i love it <laughs> like, don't try to pull one on me that's that's a go-to no oh yeah I, i'll i'll jam the fucker all night long I mean, I will too. Not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. That totally. Yeah. That song comes on. And I'm just like, "Where's Ivan Barbashev?" Because it's time to party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I can go. I can go with it too. All right. Uh, so you have how many songs do you have left? I think I, have I still have. Oh, I have two left. He has two left. Yeah. Is it my turn? Should I go? Keith, did you go? Yeah. This would be my last one. All right. So Dugan should go, and then. Yeah, I have one. Yeah, because I have one left now. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Uh, okay, so it's harder to do it on a fucking Zoom than it is in person. In person, we're like, okay, we'll go in a circle. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We could have done that here, I think. The the second last one for me, no particular order, by the way, but it is like lately I've been saying a lot of R and B, but I've also like getting into the hybrid of like the you know it's very popular now the the kind of rap R and B, the half rapping, half singing, half melody half you know just kind of half mumbling kind of thing you know and that, i like that man one of the most underrated people in that department i would say is uh is k camp right. and uh k camp is cool but i don't think he i think people hate on him a lot i don't really know why but i think he gets dragged a little bit uh i i, I love him i think he's right in my wheelhouse when it comes to that kind of music so he he just came out with a new album called kiss five it's a it's a, obviously a series that is like 
more of like the uh you know it's like somebody you know what he's kind of like th- this album's kind of like is like the toy lanes kind of vibe of like the half singing half rapping but can also do like a straight r&b song type of thing and uh i would suggest there's a couple songs in there energy is one ice cold is is another one just the whole album is great though it's just one of those things it's just like if you're looking for that kind of vibe it's, it's a particular specific vibe but if you're if you're looking for one i highly suggest it kiss five from k camp nice I'm going to say this again. I think we said this the last time you were on the show, Deegan. You're the best at explaining what the songs are. Me and Stotts are just like, it's just a good song. Go check it out. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that, man. The problem, I'm really trying to control myself. I tend to go too deep, and then people are like, Dude, no. stop talking. Like, you, you st- just stop. So I like I'm it. I'm really trying to keep it as surface level as possible. I have a better understanding of what, like, the elements of the music that actually make right. it well, that's the thing. That's why I asked you guys about that subgenre. Is I, I tend to get too specific. Like I really do find myself going into very specific um, vibes. I, I really kind of, I kind of do it by vibe, if that makes sense. You know, that's, yeah, that's why. I, I think you just really naturally dissect music, though. Like I think that's. I appreciate that. I take that as a compliment. I appreciate you guys. No, that, that's impressive. Sure. Like I can't. I just hear something. I'm like, oh, I like that. But All see, right. here's the problem, though, Griff. Here, here, here's the weird thing about that, though, Griff. If you guys talk about <laughs> rock music and stuff. I don't know if I could do the same thing. It's really weird. Like I, I can, I can really get into all the subgenres for hip hop and R and B. I feel like, but yeah. I don't know if I could correlate that in the same way over to to rock. So when I ask you guys, like, what kind of subgenre? Like, I don't even know what, you know, what there is. I wouldn't know where to begin, but like, I feel like you have to play music. Like they'll do that. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. Definitely. Probably wrong, but what I don't about music. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, thank you for that, Keith. Yeah. I figured I'd throw my two cents in there. I uh, Whatever catches my ear, that's what I listen to. I don't seek out music really that much. So, uh, yeah. Pretty much whatever plays on the radio. And, you know, I listen to, that's what I listen to. See, that's super interesting to me. Like, I don't have a knock against that at all, but that's just so interesting to me because I, I don't know if, if I'm not actively every day looking for new, new, if I'm not taking in music or look like it's, it is, it is for sure a part of my day every day. So that's crazy. I mean, it's not bad, yeah. but it's just interesting that people can have such, you know, differences on the, diff- on the different ends of the spectrum when it comes to that. You know, I don't, I don't really seek out new music that much. Uh, and I don't listen to the radio either. So that's why like a lot of my music just, you know, it's, I get certain songs, they like go away for a while and then they like circle back into my, my thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I seek out new music. Like, I, I should, but every now and then I will, like I'll go and just like let like a, my streaming thing just go. But that's what I was going to say. Nowadays you don't even really have to, you know, they, they have all these curated playlists and stuff. You just right. put on one of those playlists and let it go. And you're going to, you know, that's why they, those, a lot of playlists are, are actually set to vibes, you know, like chill or late oh, yeah. night or sleepy. Right. That's exactly why it's like, no, just let it go. Yeah. yeah. Every Friday I always look at like, what's the new like indie music that came out. Just listen to yeah. it. I do not do that at all. But it's like what Dugan said. It's just a playlist of just like, indie songs that they put out and there's also like new music friday that spotify puts out so yeah yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so what title what do you want your last one now Uh, i did all five of my oh griff is that you then or keith one i got one i got one left yeah i got one left as well i I jumped ahead so (laughs) yeah that is good i'm trying to figure that out too (laughs) i don't know so am i up sure okay go for it um so the last one i did was same days so this one uh the waiting by uh tom petty 
Mm. All right. So it, those, uh, the last three I've done have been like very quarantine themes, if no one's ca- caught on. I did Hold On, Same Days, in The Waiting. Which is all yeah, you, feel, you, you doing okay over there? Yeah, I was going to say, you all right? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I don't know any of them, so I wouldn't know, Tim. I hope you don't know The Waiting by Tom Petty? No. I feel like you nah. like would. I'm sorry. You think so? I feel like you would if you're you would know it if yeah. you had it. Yeah, for sure you would. Okay. It's, it's the hardest I'm, part, Keith. It's the hardest part. I'm I'm like you, Keith, though, like off the top with, with names and stuff. I, I'm, but that's definitely one that I think if if it played you, you would be like, ah, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Speaking <laughs> of that, Keith, why don't you tell why don't you why don't you tell us one that you do uh know? Okay. My final song is The Good Life by Kanye West. Oh, nice. I love it. Very That's nice. Great song. Yeah, I actually, uh, I kind of want to piggyback off. I, I don't want to steal your shine here, Keith, but I kind of want to piggyback off that because my last one is not too far from that, actually. Todd, I said you might get a kick out of it. I think you might respect this a little bit, appreciate it. But, you know, I'm constantly, I just said I'm constantly looking for new and new and new and new. But every once in a while, I got to have some classics. I went back through and downloaded, re-downloaded all my, my favorite Kanye albums. So, you know, graduation, right. college dropout, um, all, late registration, all that stuff. And you know what I was listening to? And the, the classics are in there. But there's some non-respected-ass classic songs in there that I just forget how much I absolutely mm-hmm. love. One of those is from the college dropout, and it's um, Spaceship. Oh, that's a great I just, song. I just love that song, man. It has all the aspects and elements that I love. It's got catchy melodies but it's also got like an old school sample playing mm-hmm. it's just kanye doing his thing it's also got like the classic one of the things that i miss the most is like a classic kanye verse that is just an all-around great verse but also has like a little bit of real li- reality to it you know the whole thing about like if my manager insults me i'm gonna sl- assault him you know and it's just like but he, he does it in a way like the old school kanye way that's that is almost jokingly but at the same time you're like mm, I, I know exactly what he's talking about but then, um, <laughs> there's another element that's like this is just an all he's just actually like still on beat and it's just an all it's a great verse it's one that you can always you know throughout the history of time you will be able to rap it because it's it's just great and it's just like man it's one of those things that's just like it has every element of a of just the classic rap song that, that you would want and oh, it's just dude, i don't sure. people don't talk about that one that much but i love it. I, I haven't listened to that since like back in the day when i had that cd man that that album is one of the greatest like rap albums i think in my opinion is one of the greatest rap albums of all time i agree i agree the i really debated the other song that i was gonna have in here i guess it's an honorable mention but um i'm I'm blank on the name but the one with the game um oh um kanye uh crack music i think is it crack music i think so i think so man that's another one that i don't hear anybody talk about but it's off late registration isn't it yeah, that's on a different that's on a different album, but um, I just love that. It's just so good. All of those albums are so good. If right. anybody's bored, download all three of those and just play it all the way through. Man. Well, it's, no, it's so funny. Genius, so. What was that, Griffin? So the man was a genius. Maybe oh. still. But. I mean, I think he still kind of is. Like, but like he's just crazy. Like, yeah. but most geniuses are fucking just the crazy. Go hand in hand for sure. Yeah. But uh, the song off the late registration that nobody talks about is like uh, I think it's called Roses. Uh, his mom mm-hmm. nobody talks about that song and that song is absolutely incredible like yeah yeah nobody talks about that dude you know the other weird thing i've been doing we talk about uh, youtube deep dives every once in a while 
one of the things that 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 these albums spun off from me is I actually started listening to all the non-Kanye songs that he produced way back in the day. It's crazy. There's so, so many. So good. They're just so good. They're all so good. So so I've always had this argument with Stoutsy. In my opinion, Jay-Z would be a nobody if Kanye West, if he didn't know Kanye West. Because he Ooh, produced that's the, a high take. He produced oh. the blueprint. And the blueprint is what made Jay-Z like a fucking icon. And if I feel like if he didn't produce that album, who knows where Jay-Z would be today? Like, I think you can say that about a bunch of people, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I see. Here's the thing, though. That, that's that, that, that's you're, 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 you're walking a tough line there, though, Todd. I got to be honest with you. Because I, I, I will say this. He definitely plays a huge part. But I don't know, man. I don't know if. It's a tough statement. I don't know if I can ride with you on that one, but I don't think you're too far off. But I feel like a lot of people like that is a hot, hot, hot take. No, it's true. Didn't hurt that Kanye, but I don't know if that means you wouldn't have made it anyway. But uh, and one last thing about Kanye before we uh, move on, uh, 808s and Heartbreak was way ahead of its time. If it came oh. out, if it came out like two, like maybe three or four more years later, it would have everybody would have loved it. But everybody that shit, like, shit on it. That's one super. What I love. I did not, not like that album when it came out. Oh, I did love- not like that. What'd you say, Griffin? It's like hotly debated. That yeah. Album, right? yeah. Some people have it as like his number one and some people mm-hmm. have it as his worst. Yeah. People I love it. that album. It's different. It's totally different. Like maybe the use of autotune like threw a lot of people off, but it was, yeah, pretty I enjoyed it. Nowadays. Cause it's like, he raps about stuff and like sings about stuff. That's like really like fucking with him at the time. So like, you never really got that side of Kanye before, really. Like deep, deep, deep down, like inside. It's probably different for rap at that at that time. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Right. All right. Well, anyway, that was songs of the week. Uh, make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Defender Presents Songs of the Week. All right. <laughs> you got your last one. Oh yeah, we're all done, right? That's everybody. <laughs> Sorry. I hope so. He was just doing the ending of the segment. I hope so. <laughs> I thought Keith had one left for some reason. I got another. Oh God! Do you? <laughs> so now this is normally where I would play uh, advertisement right here. So since I got you three on, you guys want to do a live ad for uh, anything incredible? Yeah, Keith Griff, tell people why you guys do a podcast in general. Why? Listen to our podcast. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the Anything But Credible podcast. Our hey. intro is not what they asked for, Keith. They asked for an advertisement. He's about to give it right now, though. Go ahead, Keith. <laughs> Continue on. You're going to want to listen to this podcast because it is the most uncredible podcast you have ever listened to. Boom. Said it. There you said go. It. Said it. Witty, com- said it. witty commentary, off the wall stories, and just straightforward reporting on theories, really. I mean, <laughs> We explain the world to you. Don't forget the dad jokes. Oh, dad jokes. Good yeah. dad jokes. Very true. Yeah, I mean, just think about it this way. Here, here's what I here's what I just tell people: like, you're hanging out with the buds, with the crew. What are you guys going to talk about? If it's not sports, like, what do you guys usually talk about? Some dumb bad jokes, some really stupid things that people do, or have done in the past. Sex. We're talking about that. <laughs> not, not 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 so much that, but. Every it once in a while, up. you might throw in something. Yeah. Hey, you know, how many times the conversation start with like, "Hey, dude, have you ha- you hear about this?" Or do you hear about like you those are the, those dumb things? Yeah. Those are the things we're talking about. Especially like 
how many times we talk about, listen, these two know me, you, Todd, you know me too, but like, how many times I'll come out of the blue with just like, dude, have you guys heard about this, this thing on the internet? And it turns out that it's a crazy conspiracy theory. After a while, it's so, you can only say that so many times before people are like, dude, what is wrong with you? I feel like people need to know. People don't know about the stupidity that's out there. Griff had his best when he said, uh, what was, what was the slogan Griff? Uh, join us to, uh, commit, oh, conspiracy to commit join stupid. the conspiracy to, com- to commit stupid. Was Perfect. My, uh, <laughs> yeah. Perfect. There's so much laughable dumbness out in the world that people just need to know about. People don't, don't you know, hear, talk about it enough. There's too much dumbness out there. And people are dumb animals and we talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. It's like a tiger king. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. where can we find, where can we find anything for credible? Well, hopefully the people out there listening right now are, have already been with you guys, ride or dies, and have already know about the switch. But anythingincredible.com, it's that simple. I mean, and here's the other thing. Anywhere that you search your offended podcast now, it's anything but credible network. So we'll be tied to them in some way or another. So a, a quick Google search, anything but credible, will not only take you to offended, it'll take you to going off topic podcast. It'll take you to anything but credible podcast and everything that they're connected to, too. Damn. Uh, where you get your podcast, right? I, no, Tim. We signed a hundred million dollar exclusive offer with. They got us and Rogan in the same deal. I forgot. Yeah, that. I didn't. We didn't really want to do the press release on the same day that Rogan did, but I mean, you know, we didn't want to like step on his news. But yeah, I guess it's out now. So. Do I get a cut? Yeah, you're included. We're bringing well, you. Over. Now we're working on it. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we got to work out the. You're on. A, you're on a three-year plan. We'll get you. <laughs> you, got a, you got a lot of episodes you got to migrate hell yeah man that's what happens when you move from the uh middle of the alphabet to the top abc <laughs> yeah, now we know why he actually switched over it makes sense now that is one those, thing we uh, are the top of that is true those seo the optimization search optimization that's it what a commercial <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyway who watched the last dance let's get into our I've first seen the first three episodes anything i started it last night so forget hold on time out you've seen three and keith you haven't seen any no i have not seen anything what but i've also i've also listened to a lot of interviews like before i watched any of it with uh the director it's i mean it's pretty it's pretty straightforward i mean if you know michael jordan's career like you know like what has gone on but at the same time there's a ton of shit that i didn't know that happened like like yeah didn't know how big of an idiot their fucking owner was like yeah crazy I mean, their owner or the gm the gm yeah. the gm I, gm yeah. yeah well the owner's right there with them because well that's the that's the crazy thing though is that like i don't want i mean honestly guys i'm sorry like you're, if you want to no, say okay. spoilers there's, there's no spoilers whatever, this, this yeah you already know you can google that shit yeah. But Sorry, that's what the crazy thing is, is that, that, that what's crazy is episode 10, you hear the players, except for MJ, of course, because MJ had a deep hatred for him. But, you know, you hear people like Scotty, Phil, like they, they recognize Jerry, the GM, as one of the best GMs of all time. And I, I feel like you can't argue that. That's right. what's crazy about it. He for was doing stupid ass, stupid ass shit while he was a GM, but still heralded as one of the best. That's crazy. That that's crazy. Mm-hmm. He put that team together. So like, I was trying to make moves, though, to disrupt that and – even yeah. with that, it's still heralded as one of the best. That's Don't you like, think that, like, the owner – so is the GM, is, is he – is that guy passed away? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the – but the buck stops with the owner. So, like, all this stuff the owner could have stopped. So, like, at some point, he has to, like, accept some responsibility for all this too. And he doesn't seem to from what I've seen in the documentary at all. 
right. just kind of continues letting it fall onto the guy who cannot defend himself. That's which what to it me is deeply troubling, honestly. What like does what bothers me about the whole thing is Jerry Krause is gonna go and tell Phil Jackson like, "Hey, you can win 82 games, go undefeated this year, and you're still fucking gone." Like that what? was fucked up. But as the owner, you should be like, you hear another three beat, like you're fired. Then you know, then you get rid of the GM. You know, why do you keep the GM if he's doing stuff like that? Right. Like I, I, I don't know. I just didn't get it. I, I will never to this day, and it's probably until I die. I will never understand why, like, you break up a championship team when they're still winning. You don't force your team into a rebuild when you're still winning. I will never, ever, ever. Well, see, that's the same reason Tom Brady left the Patriots is because, like, you're not getting – you want it to show that this is me who did this. Right. And And that's what the – that was the most interesting thing about that whole doc for me was that – Exactly what you're hitting on, Todd, but it's, and I think the early episodes, they did a great job of kind of phrasing this of like how egotistic Jerry Krause was. Oh yeah. And just saying like, yeah, this team is great and all, but like he was, he had a dynasty, but was trying to make it like the most ultimate thing ever. And it was just like, dude, don't you see what what you have in front of you? And it was weird because you could tell that he did. But it just wasn't good enough. He had to keep going, keep going. And he had to keep making these moves that people said, wow, their GM is. But instead, yeah. it, it backfired, but in this crazy way. So you would assume that it would backfire most of the time where the teammates and everybody would turn their back on. But instead, the team said, our middle finger is we're going to dominate. That's wild. That right. is crazy. That's crazy. Well, that one last year they did. And then the Bulls have never. Dude, been, how, and how great is Phil Jackson, too? Like, he is great, but oh. he, must, he must have done something also. I feel like – I don't know if there's something we're not seeing, but, like, what the GM just seems like he hates Phil Jackson. I don't know, right? man. Like, it seems I, like he's so even-keeled. Like, it just, I, like – The Zen master. I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I feel like he used Phil Jackson as a scapegoat to try and get rid of Michael. Like, I feel like Jerry Krause and Michael Jordan did not like each other so much that he knew if he got rid of Phil, he was done dealing with Jordan, which I think is just oh. – the most fucked up like way of like you don't you don't get rid of michael jordan like my god like yeah it definitely seemed to be much more on a personal level for jerry which is crazy which is crazy but egos at that level are so huge well and it's also crazy this is not news like anywhere you go on the internet this is not news but what's crazy crazy about it is because if you look at today's nba they will fire and kill anyone for that top player it if LeBron says I'm leaving, they're like, okay, well, who do we need to kill? Do we need to kidnap people? We yeah. will start, we'll literally start a war, right? Like, what do you, what do we need to do? You know? And back in the nineties, they're like, okay. So yeah, MJ. That's why it's hard for me to understand, I guess, why like you just don't fire the GM at some point. Like, oh, right. That's what I'm saying. It's really it's current... on him. Like, why wouldn't he just be like, right. He'd be gone that day, that minute. Dude. Now. 90s was a different time, man. Oh, the NBA was, you know, it, it, I hear what you're saying, Griff, but I feel like we're almost become accustomed to that thinking now because the NBA is so globally just almost dominating in sports. I mean, you know, not football necessarily, NFL wise, but like, I, I agree, man. I, it's crazy to think nowadays. With GMs are expendable. Superstars are not. Right. Yeah. So, and yeah. like the, I wonder what like the commissioner uh, Daniel Stern thought at the time. Like, you have to think like. Michael Jordan is making him how I mean how much money do you think he's made Michael Jordan has made him like overall in the 90s like the highest jersey sales and like everything like TV ratings like everything how pissed do you think he was that like 
Jerry Krause can't be like, calm down. <laughs> like, let's yeah. get this like figured out so we don't lose Michael Jordan out of the NBA for the second time. Like, And that was the other wild thing about that too, Todd, honestly, is I think one of the most powerful and I think honestly, one of the most like interviews that connected to me the most was an excerpt from that Barack Obama did. And it was at the very end. He's talking about how basketball, obviously we all know MJ took basketball to like another level globally and everything. But he was talking about culturally, how it actually oh, like, yeah. yeah, the sport basketball, but the reason that also excelled that as a sport was because he changed like legitimate culture and especially African-American culture, like as a whole. And I'm sitting there thinking like, it almost was like a stoner thought to me. I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. You know, cause I know the NBA today, we all know the NBA is, is, is the probably, you know, not soccer, but globally is this huge sport. We have all these different leagues and we're taking European players and putting them and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, without MJ, who knows what would have happened. And that's with all the shit that this series is uncovered. You know what I mean? The highlighting it's, it's wild. I've actually, so I've had that same thought and I'm like, I wonder where the NBA is going to be when LeBron re- like retires, like where's the NBA when, Oh my God, I can't speak. I have ass mouth, but where's the NBA going to be when Bron Bron isn't going to be around anymore? Like they got Zion. I think that's what they're hoping on at least. Right. But like to me, like LeBron and Jordan, like already had like this. I, uh, I don't even know how to put it, but they already had this like aura around them in yeah. the first year. Zion, I don't feel like has that. Like, I think uh, I think he does. Um, but I mean, the yeah. years in between Jordan and LeBron, look at it, it was like kind of a a dark period for the league. Mm-hmm. Where like they're just waiting for the savior. Right. Uh, I mean, Kobe was still around. He between. was, but he wasn't. That was that period, but, yeah. But he was Jordan light. You know, like he wasn't. And he was also facing those allegations against him at the time, Once too. That which happened, also put a damper yeah. on everything. True. You know, what's, uh, from, a, from a media side of this, sorry, Keith, but from a media side of this, it's going to be really interesting because you're already seeing all this shit on Twitter. You don't know what's real, what's not real, but mm-hmm. how many more sports individual player docs are going to come, you know? People, I've seen Kobe. I've seen Brady. I've seen requests for Dirk. I've seen all these different, and it's like, oh, are we just, is it about to be, is it about to be the, the, the sports doc series if uh, a season? If it's just as good as the last dance, bring it on. Like, I don't even care. I'll them, watch that Tom Brady thing. If it's just as good as the last dance, like yeah, none of them are, are Michael Jordan though. Right. I mean, Kobe, I'd be very, very interested in it, but see, none of them, I, none of them are Jordan. I feel like Tom Brady lives a very, very like simple life. Yeah, I, right. I feel like, He's he's a man with no vices. I would have twenty minutes which, of that. Keith, Keith, if, if they if, who who would be your athlete if you wanted a, a like a, a an like the last dance type of doc on who would be that athlete for you? Uh, last chance type of doc on. Um, most entertaining for me would probably be your boy KG. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um. Uh, that'd be. I would watch question. every second of that. I would be all over that. That's a really I'm good. Thinking. Uh, that's that's hard to think of, but KG just for entertainment for sure because he's the best trash talker ever. Uh, Brett Hall. Oh, be a fun one. This yeah, I would hilarious. watch. It. Oh yeah, Mike Tyson. I'd watch ten Tyson hours. would be good. Ooh, that would be a good. One. Yeah, yeah, that for would. sure. WWE is actually doing one on The Undertaker right now, and it's like the first time that you've ever seen like The Undertaker like out of character. 
it's weird. And it's called the last ride, which was like his, that's was, funny. The, it was the name of his move, like in the early two thousands. Ah. And I'm like, what timing <laughs> WWE, like right after Jordan comes out, they put this out. It's a 10 episode, like mini docuseries too. I would check that get, out. You want to get everything out. That's like that while this quarantine's still going on. Right. All eyeballs glued to the TVs. Dude, yeah. it, it's crazy. The first episode, Undertaker gets a concussion and like they show like him getting a concussion. He's at the hospital. He can't remember his name and until like 4 a.m. in the morning. He's like, I remember who I am. Like, I remember what we're doing. Like, that's crazy. That's just, that type of shit's just wild. So. Yeah. yeah, I want to check that out. That'll be good. It's good. It's good. I, actually, I feel like a Kurt Warner one would be really, really entertaining. Mm-hmm. I don't For us think local I guys, that'd be great. That. Yeah. But For the St. Louis people, that'd be great. I, I would like be all over that. Two, three that's hours cool of it, maybe. Yeah, not, not yeah. Bad. Yeah, you're no. probably not getting 10. You couldn't do 10. Maybe a look behind the spurs. Just dynasty-wise, you mean? Yeah, yeah. boring, but. I don't know. Yeah. But there's just there's so much possibility. You could probably make that work. Uh, yeah. With Kurt Warner, there's only, like, so much of him going to church you could watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bagging groceries. <laughs> Oh, vices. So. Yeah. yeah, I want somebody that's like fucked up. Like that's why Tyson's perfect. Right. Oh, yeah. Tony Gregor would be fun. Yeah, we gotta wait till he's right. All, all said and done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll happen yeah. someday, probably on that one. Fuck it. Give me a Dennis Rodman doc. I just want a full documentary oh. on Rodman. Oh. I don't, okay, but that's the thing. I don't. I can't deal with that many interviews with him. Oh, I can. I love it. Oh man, he's, he's hard such to a train wreck. I love it. It's hard to understand. It's very hard to understand. Yeah, he has one of the weirdest ways. Like, his his actual tone and, like, the talking, mm-hmm. the way that he talks is so goofy. It's so weird. He is a fascinating, fascinating person. Dude, he's so, like, apparently cool as fuck, though, like, outside yeah. of, like, basketball. Like, a lot uh, of people have said, like, they, like, really enjoy, like, his presence, like, outside of basketball. Like, he's, he's incredibly just, problematic. Um, you oh, yeah. On, you can't befriend the dictator of North Korea and me say you're cool. Right. Like, that's... Right. I mean, yeah, but I mean that just goes to show you that he can make friends with anybody though at the same time. Like, <laughs> like, that's, that's, a, that's a tough one. That's a tough argument to make. But I mean, what's you crazy? Go to parties with Hitler. It's like, hey, you get along with everybody. During the NBA Finals in '98, some he like went and did wrestling for like a few months. Joined the NWO and WCW. Somehow they got Carl Malone because Carl Malone is friends with Diamond Dallas Page. Carl Malone would like agreed to do a wrestling match against Dennis Rodman a month after the '98 Finals, which is crazy to me. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, if Rodman could get Carl Malone to be like, "Hey, we're gonna go do this," while like they hate each other on the court, I don't know. Robin to me seems like he could be like a pretty cool person when he wants to be, if I should put it that way. Sure. I, I think he's yeah. I just don't know if he's all there anymore. But he's like he, he's, a, he's a fascinating person. And his story, like coming up what he didn't start playing basketball until he was like nineteen or something, right? Did you get to the part where he went to uh Vegas? Yeah, I think I got right around there. Uh I fell asleep on the third episode last night watching it. But How do you fall asleep during this is so good. It was like two in the morning and I was tired. That's right, fair. You don't get it like the worm being a like average guy, you know. No, he's no, no. I mean, he dyed his hair. I just, I don't know. I was, just, I just want to pick his brain. I guess I'm fascinated by like how unique he was, and like 
how he could still get my girl crush from the 90s Carmen Electra. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That, that's what I was saying before when Griff, uh, his first interruption of the pod was that uh, that that was might have been one of the biggest, the biggest W's of the series. My God, Dennis, savage. But, I mean, going to Vegas for – he requested 48 hours to go to Vegas. And then you see that number just keep going up, 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 up. And I think he was in Vegas for, what, like almost a week? And Jordan had to physically come get him be like, all right, it's time to go to practice. <laughs> really, oh, Jesus. And then uh, they, they get to practice, and they do a drill where you run a lap. And the person in front controls, like, how fast you go until, like, somebody else catches them, and that's how, like, the pace goes. Well – they were doing like a part where they were basically walking. Rodman just took off and they said it took like what, four laps to catch him or something like that. <laughs> like they couldn't catch him. God, he was, a, he was an animal. What a nut. <laughs> Wasn't he one of like uh, 20 kids or something? And what was it? his father's name literally means like, what was it? I think he literally is one of like 20 kids and I, I didn't know his dad, but hold on. His name literally means like I think his dad's name is Philanderer. Philandra? Philanderer. <laughs> someone who philanders. What? I <laughs> think someone who goes around and bangs a ton of people. That's yeah. his actual name is Philanderer. What? And he has like 21 kids <gasps> with all different people. What? Jesus. That, that, what? That's true. I, I, I heard that on like ESPN talk radio. <laughs> what? Yeah. Which is wild. <laughs> Phil like, Andrew Rodman. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like 21 what? or 22 kids with like 15 different women. Wow. Yeah. Are they all just six nine beasts of basketball? Jesus. I, I don't know. I think he's the only one who yeah. That guy's bloodline must be insane. Yeah, but like must be, right? <laughs> the are just crazy. Yeah. Oh man, I'm trying. I feel like I had something else for the last dance. I can't bring it up. Dugan, did you finish it? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Did you? Do you okay. think it's one of the best documentaries you have ever seen? Overall, or just sports related, or what do you think? Overall. Uh yeah, I'm also like not a huge like you know Griff is a big like, true like crime doc kind of investigative person. I, I kind of get into that, but I'm not. It's not like a huge so. My opinion might not be like the most credible, obviously, just because I haven't seen, you know, a bunch. But yeah, I mean, for me, it, it's up there because, you know, there, there's also a back legacy to this thing. You know, th this whole thing that I'm sure everybody knows about, but like the footage from this, it was, you know, and you can listen to any big podcast like Bill Simmons has been talking about it for, for months. But th this is like legendary footage that people talk. It was like, you know, you talk about like, myths and this was like a myth behind media closed doors of like hey somewhere out there somebody has this footage and people are like yeah okay whatever and then one day they're like no no we really got this footage and we got the okay and we we did more interviews for, with people today and people are right. like what like wait, wait yeah what? i mean what? Yeah. This so was that's the, the other thing is like the legacy behind this is just so legendary to me that it just takes it up another whole level man i mean it, this was in the making for like several years i feel like years I feel like oh de like a decade yeah man how many things have you guys seen? The best part about this has been watching every week. And then, you know, for me, I go straight to Twitter. So many things and clips of like well-known, credible, either reporters or people who are people like I, people saying, I haven't even seen that. I haven't heard that footage. Mm -hmm. I haven't, you know, the whole thing of Jordan laying on the ground after the championship on Father's Day crying. People say, we all seen the picture in the video, but nobody Never. heard the actual audio of him crying. Like that's right. insane. That is crazy. That's wild. 
Yeah. Speaking of reporters, that was the thing I wanted to bring up. Bob Costas is a douchebag. <laughs> He's I got so much Bob flack overall. God, I hate Bob Costas so much. People think that he legit hates MJ because of this. I, I legit – I haven't liked Bob Costas for a while. And because forget, he doesn't like Vince McMahon, so I don't like him. No, I don't, I don't like Vince McMahon. I think Vince McMahon's a piece of shit. But, like, there's another reason why I don't like Bob Costas, and I can't remember, like, the exact reason, but I just think he's a pompous tool. Basically, like, a movie critic who, like, reviews, like, comedy movies, and they're like, it just isn't very good. And it's like, yeah, it's a fucking comedy, you douchebag. Like, I feel like that's that guy. Like, that's Bob Costas. Like St. Louis boy, man. Come on. I don't like him. And, like, his comment – I don't know if you guys watched the Game 6 that was on last night uh, on ESPN, the movie, Game 6, the movie, which was, like, they just replayed game the last uh, game as Jordan as a bull. Right. And Bob Costas was announcing it. And there's a part where they're like, oh, yeah, Rodman and Malone get into it. And Costas is like, oh, they can't believe they're going to do a wrestling match in like a month. That's a Rodman thing. But I can't believe Carl Malone would lure himself to that stupidity of that. I'm just like, what a douchebag comment. What a fucking <laughs> douchebag comment. That's him just hating Vince McMahon, probably. Yeah. But I, that was before the whole. That was before they like ever like had the interview, though. That was in '98 when that. Yeah, game but was. even before the, like, he went into that interview with a with a motive, I guess. I just don't That's, think he respected. I no, I just think he hates professional wrestling because Vince McMahon right. had nothing to do with WCW. Okay. Well, you might be right. Yeah, he might just not like it. It was just like a douchebag thing to say. Like, I don't know. Just then I was like, God, I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> I think a lot of people on Twitter were having the kind of same thoughts, but not necessarily towards the wrestling, just overall. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just his – it's the way that he talks about stuff and the way that he, like, he thinks his – the way he goes about himself, it's like his shit don't stink. And it's like, yeah. no, dude, you're a massive tool. Which but, actually, the replay that you just said reminds me. Hey, Keith, did you catch that they were replaying the cards, uh, World Series, some of the World Series cards games on ESPN? Did you catch any of that? I feel like that would have been something that you'd, you'd catch on to. No. They were uh, playing the David Freeze uh, game the other day? Game six, yeah. Uh, I didn't watch it. I mean, I yeah, I've relived that moment over and over and over again. So You just stick into the – you were probably watching like cooking a cooking show probably? I think it's a cocaine show. I was like, what show is this? Uh, he's, he's been on, he's on a cooking bender. No, I, I I'm off the cocaine bender. I'm off the, yeah, really. I'm <laughs> off the bender. I'm on the uh, 90 day fiance train. I knew that. That, might be, right worse. Right that might be worse than the cocaine bender. That's, that's hard to say. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know, man. A lot. I don't know. I saw a crazy clip about that the other day, though, but we'll talk to you about that later. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk off air. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt we have this conversation, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving on from the last dance. Anybody else? Any last thoughts on the, on the last dance? No, I mean, listen, even if you're not a basketball fan, you got to watch it. You just have to. It's a I definitely agree. Definitely. All right. All right. Uh, last topic, basically, I'm going to combine the last two uh, since it's basically the same thing. XFL is talking about returning. What are, you so, guys, what, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Because if Vince McMahon pulls this off, what the, what the fuck? Yeah, I want to hear Keith on this. Uh, I think he's trying to get around. Like, somehow he saved money by declaring bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. 
So he's going to buy the XFL out of bankruptcy and then I guess carry on, which I'm a fan. But what I really think he needs to do is relocate certain teams to uh, smaller markets that are going to support it, like a San Antonio, a Memphis. Um, I think Seattle actually did well with attendance, so I think they're fine. Seattle and, and us were the two highest. Seattle sold yeah. out every game like how we did. Yes. So uh, I, I love it. I think it's a great idea. Uh, obviously, we only had like two home games, but the buzz around everything was overwhelming, really. I mean, it was just as big as an NFL game. It, it seemed crazy. Like, you know, St. Louis, yeah. I think I like like your idea. Like they need to relocate some teams, and I think like maybe even like Alabama would be like a big because like they're such a big college football town. Like why not like put an XFL team there and just put them in the college stadium? Oh yeah, in Alabama or a Mississippi or a Southern state that, or even a Kentucky. I mean, right. like a Louisville or a Lexington, I think could host something like that. That's so yeah, I'm all on board. That's a smart idea, though. The smaller markets. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Uh, I don't know, man. The one I, I definitely wanted to come back, but the one reason I wouldn't want it to is Todd, because like a year ago, me and you had an argument <laughs> or a conversation. I don't know, but uh, where I was like, the XFL is for sure going to fail. Like, there's no chance. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. See, that's bullshit. They didn't know there was a pandemic going on, Grifford. And so when it happened, I was like, because I'd already conceded that I'd lost the argument. And then the pandemic happened. I was like, ha ha ha, I win. <laughs> that says, no, that is bullshit. You do not the, win the argument. It was the one silver lining at all. <laughs> I'm also really hoping they get the uh, same TV deals because I think that was a big deal. I think the TV deals actually stay in place if they come back because, I mean, I know they signed like a three-year deal with Fox and ESPN. So I right. can't imagine like that's just void. Like, I don't know. I wonder though. I don't know. Yeah, I'll say my, my, I don't have much to, to offer to this, but I will say that, you know, coming from an outside perspective of somebody who's not a football guy at all, has no care for college football, professional, any kind of football. It's just not my sport at all. It definitely, like you guys are 100% right. Like the buzz, it took over the city for sure. I mean, it was, it was the real deal. Um, it was so fun. If it comes back or not, to me, I, to me yeah. honestly, the only thing I, I like is just from a, a revenue stream and, and right. a job support. You know, I don't really care about this. Like, I'm not going to. Sure, I'll be a fan, but you know, it's, it's well, whatever to me. But bet on the XFL off a hot tip I gave you, and you won that bet. So that's true. That's true. I won. If anything comes from the the short time span, it was here. I won one monetary bet. Nice. <laughs> I just enjoyed calling around town. I just enjoyed getting, going Dude, off and, everywhere. Like <laughs> I can't. Re I can't remember like the tailgating being as crazy as it was for like the battle. I can't remember, like, I can't remember tailgating being that much fun for the Rams. So like that day at the Midwestern man, after that one, I forget what game it was, but no. like place was wild. The nest. Like, they had the nest baby. <laughs> yeah. And I can speak to that too, because even not being a football person, I've been to a few Rams tailgates, you know, and then lame. Yeah. It's cool. Towards so, the end, really lame because yeah. it sucked. Right. Yeah. Like, there was no hope. Yeah, and you didn't want to support, like, Kronke and them just leaving, so. Right. Yeah. That first game here, man, that crowd was electric. Like, I mean, just insane. 
Like I would do anything to go back to just, just to experience that atmosphere again. It was awesome. So what's the word though? I mean, are they, has there been any kind of even possibility of resurfacing or, I mean, is this just, is that just you guys and everybody else just kind of having hope? No. So uh, Vince McMahon has in the XFL, they have been asking arenas and like stadiums where they've been playing. They're like, uh, can we reinstate our lease? So that's giving, that's making people think that they are coming back, which I mean, if they reinstate the lease, uh, why would, I mean, I feel like all signs have to point to that they are coming back if they're asking stadiums, like, we want to reinstate it. Like, yeah. Well, here's, here's the interesting part of that, which I don't know how up to date you guys are on your basketball side, but the leading, the leading, it seems, rumors have it, is that the leading place to start back the NBA season is going to be at Disney World, actually. I don't know if you guys have caught that, but that's uh, what they're thinking. That means, the, I mean, it's the yeah. I've heard talk about that. Yeah. yeah. And I know that's not the same as football, but like if they pull something like that off, then really, I, I feel like you could do just, uh, it opens the possibilities for a whole lot right. of other things. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, They're hockey like, is talking about making a comeback now too. And hockey is actually progressing forward with when they come back, they're going to have a 24 team playoff tournament where the top ooh. four teams of the divisions would get buys. And that means the blues would get a buy in the first yeah. round. So yeah. That's and that would be wild. They're talking they about did that. like different cities would host like each division, like I guess for the divisional rounds, and then they would somehow meet up somewhere else. But I heard on Spin Chicklets today that one hub that the NHL is talking about for maybe just one giant hub would be Vegas because there's so oh. many hotels out there to where that's not occupied right now that you can just put all the teams in one hub basically. How many? Uh, yeah. uh, What's that? How many ice rinks are there? I'm wondering. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, With hockey. So Vegas was – so for NBA, Vegas was definitely part of the conversation. But that's actually one of the big reasons why they're picking Disney World is because of all of those hotels Mm -hmm. and and lodging that Disney World has that can go with all Mm -hmm. the teams and the personnel and all that. And it's just – to me, it's wild. It's so wild. So, you know, who knows? Owns the TV rights, and that would be under the Disney. So – Makes sense. Does. Right. Yeah, it all makes sense, honestly. To me, I can see maybe not the XFL, but I see the NBA, MLB, and NHL. I think they all come back in July. And I think we yeah. I think we'll start seeing stuff like progressively move forward in the next few weeks, I think for sure. Maybe here's my question with you guys. I agree. So what I happens though? What will. happens in the next week though? Here's my here's my question. What happens the next week? They say, you know what? Actually, all that no, we're gonna cancel that. And you know, maybe we start a little bit early. Maybe we start in September or something like that. Would you guys be super upset about that? Because I know for me, for basketball, I wouldn't be that mad. And now, for hockey, I would because the Blues are, are legit. And, and we had a legit – I mean, we're looking like we were going to make another legit run. I mean, right. we were looking solid. But I don't know. The break could really make or break. I feel like I'd be okay with waiting until next year because I just feel like – I don't know if I want to risk the – and this is me being a selfish fan. I don't know if yeah. I want to risk the chance of us coming back after this break and not being as good as we were. Is that, is that See, selfish? For, for me, I, we're – I tell us they want it because – I don't want to waste the LeBron season. Like, LeBron's getting old. So it's like, shit, he was, he was MVP caliber this year. It's like, okay, it all go to waste. That's a fucking bummer. But then what happens if they come back, they end up getting swept or something stupid, then it's going to be a, a, a knock on his, you know, it'll be like an asterisk on the career. But right. that also would be the asterisk. Like, let's say we – see, that's my problem too. So the NBA lockouts, you can talk to any real NBA fans, and the champions that, that won on those strike and lockout years, they're always yeah. an asterisk there. So if the Blues yeah. come back and we win another chip, it's great, but it's still got this kind of mark on it that I, don't, I would hate. 
that's why I think we should win again, though, because we had we were last year's champion. I feel like if anybody should win, it should be the Blues, so that way they can just be like, you know what, we just ran through again. And the Blues are actually really good at coming off breaks and just fucking tearing it up. So I am very – I'm excited if the hockey comes back because I think the Blues will actually win. Yeah. And another too. point – go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. I said, like, I am I, – I, by the way, if you like come back, it's not like I'm going to be like, no, what are you doing? You know, I'm going to be pumped for it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know if you guys also felt like the other flip side of it of being like, I – like, you know, there's another side that if it wasn't there that you wouldn't be mad because maybe it would, you know, have a, a tarnish or a taint kind of oh, vibe yeah. to it. I just, there you know, will be no matter what. I think right. that's, that's a fact of it. But there's no guarantee that, like, you know, we start this up next year, like it's going to be any better conditions – you know, so like, like we got to figure out a solution and at least this could be like a test run to see if right. we can do like a full season next year. Well, what, oh, go ahead. what lose Petrangelo if we don't play a season? So he is a free agent at the end of the season. So if the season just ends, uh, we potentially may have seen Petrangelo for the last time in St. Louis. Yeah, I didn't not, think about it. The contracts add another layer to that. That's true. It's strange. Yeah, and the cap uh, actually was going to stay an even flat for next year since the NHL is going to lose out on ticket sales and stuff. So the cap will stay flat. So that basically, I think we are ruled out from re-signing Petrangelo now unless he takes like a one-year deal due to the circumstances. He has to take a cut, though. I wouldn't – I actually wouldn't be surprised if he does because he has so much money right now as it is. Like, I would not be surprised if he takes one more year to see what the Blues could offer him. But I do think he wants to go to Toronto because that's where he's from. So I would not be surprised if Petrangelo signs in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy because he'd have to – he'd have to for sure to stick with us, which isn't out of the realm like you said, but he'd definitely have to take a cut, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's another reason why I want hockey back so bad because it scares me that – if the season ends up being canceled, the NHL loses, I think, over $2 billion in revenue if the, due to like, TV deals and everything like that, which is insane, which could lead to another lockout. So I think the NHL has to progressively move forward to try to do everything they can to get back on TV, even if it's in July or August. Like They have to get back on TV and finish the season one way or another. For that reason, I think they will. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point because – you know, now that we're talking and I'm talking to you guys, I kind of realized that it's almost like a sport. I had different views on the sports. Like I'm 100% with you, Todd, on that side. Whereas with basketball, I know that they'll be okay. So if they, and, and I don't have, a, you know, I'm a diehard Nuggets fan, but it's not the same as being a St. Louis Blues fan, right. you know? So it's like, if we miss that this year, even though the Nugs are like third or fourth in the West right now, um, okay, we'll see you next year. But I, I, I kind of, I'm siding with you guys on that for sure. Right. What's crazy. Got it. Uh, what's crazy is that the revenue for the NHL this year was like higher than it's ever been. And a lot of it was credited to the blues when in the Stanley cups, they broke so many records and like merchandise sales and like everything like that, which is unbelievable. Yeah, And didn't we break a couple like viewing um, attendances or uh, not attendances, but like viewership uh, things too, or something like that. Even in the local markets, we were like dominating in the local, like even we said, we were setting local, but then also didn't we set like some NBC, like national. Yeah. We set NBC records for like largest like Stanley Cup final like ever and that's not even counting like all the people that were at like bars and like fucking uh 
Enterprise Center or yeah. Bush Stadium even. That's not even counting that. So, and then on top of that, um, it, oh, fuck, what was I going to say? But see, this is what I mean. I don't, I'm not on my medication. <laughs> like, at least my thought. But well, I can tell you, I was down in Enterprise for two of the finals games, I think. And yeah, man, it was, it, there was a lot of people there. It was rocking. It was good. So I was there for game seven. It was, yeah. yeah. It was a cool sports experience in my life. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, but the revenue is, was like so high up that like the NHL was going to actually up their cap space next year by like $10 million for each team, which is like the highest jump that the NHL has ever seen because they are doing so well. And now that it's staying in even flat scares the absolute shit out of me. So I'm like, get hockey back like any way you can. Like they can't afford to go through another lockout. I think, I think it'll be back just because, I mean, you can't put it on pause indefinitely, and there's no guarantee of when it'll when it'll come back. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, they might as well use this period, like I said, as a test run. And doing the NBA will. I mean, I know you're saying it doesn't hurt you as bad, and like that they will be fine money wise. That's not how they see it, though. They still see that no. loss of revenue, and they're itching, itching to come back. So yeah, and like, they'll come back to you, I think, for sure. Oh yeah, they're gonna push 100%. Yeah, they're they're not missing out. I mean, listen, yeah, they they know what's at stake. So I agree with you, Griff. I guess I was talking just more from pers- from <laughs> yeah. a personal standpoint, but yeah, you're right. I mean, they're they're gonna they're, uh, Adam Silver is gonna make it happen for sure. And that's why I was saying that uh, your boy Gary um, Bettman knows he, he he knows the same way. Like he knows that he's not gonna he can't he can't go into that that way. He, he cannot afford a lockout right now. No, it's so much money. Just... And so I think it's funny that you have baseball. On the other hand, who uh, next year they were talking about maybe going into a lockout, and now that they are, um, they're talking about scenes, uh, the season getting shortened, that their uh, pay was going to get cut in half, which makes sense because everybody's pay is going to get cut in half no matter what. And baseball players are pissed about it. It's like, oh, poor fucking babies, you guys are the highest paid athletes in America, you pieces of shit. Well, so that's funny. That this is where I, when I come to baseball, I'm like even more out on, on football. So I, I always like Keith is my my info source when it comes to baseball. Keith, do you have you got any uh, news on on the baseball front? They're playing, I think. Uh, just for me, if I was a contract worker and I signed a signed a contract for a certain dollar amount and I, I would want that money. And yeah. then, I mean, yeah, everybody's hurting, but I, I would want that money. If I sign a contract for a certain dollar amount, I mean, you know they have insurance on all these contracts. Oh, yeah. It's, something has to kick in. So, I mean, if I was a baseball player, I, I, I that's why their union's so strong. That's why they're high, the highest paid athletes. They, they will lock out. They'll do whatever they need to do in order to – their revenue plus that's why they always fight against the salary cap so they can get these ridiculous contracts so i mean baseball yeah i i would i would try and get my money if i was a baseball player do you think it's bullshit though that like say a guy who's making 60 million dollars is bitching about making only 30 million dollars like i think that's ridiculous that's the way of the world though man i don't know like whatever field you're in like you know yeah Enough money is never enough money. Nobody That's ever. That's so stupid. Before. I would be so happy if I had just made like five million dollars. Like I would just be. That's so what happy. you say until you make five, and then you see tens in there. Plus, you also didn't spend ten years in the minor leagues making thirty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> that is true. And also, you probably have like likely five, ten years, whatever. Like yeah, most people to make your lifetime earning. 
Yeah. You know, whereas your average career is going to be like 30 to 40 years long. A professional athlete's is 20 is insane. And that's like, you got to make your lifetime earning in that time, that period of time. Yeah. So. Oh, go ahead, Keith. Sorry. Uh, that's my thought. Like, like Griffer was saying, like you have such a short span to make your money and you signed a contract. They have to honor it or should honor it. Right. Definitely. Uh, so I know you on your guys' show, you guys do a percentage on like conspiracy theories or whatever, how much do you think it's true or not? Uh, on a percentage level, what do you guys think sports coming back in July on a percentage level? What do you think that is? 70% from me. I think it'll be back 70% probably. Keith? 100% for me. I like I'm- it. I love that. I love that. Yeah, see, so I, I, I don't honestly like, guys. I, I don't know, man. I really don't because here's the thing: is what's tough for July is to, is to me, and I know this is like two months from now where we're recording right now. But July is the absolute de- like. If you can't get something by the start of July, then you you might as well because you're only waiting three more months, and then right. you're you're there for the next. So like that has to be the cutoff, right? I don't know right. what the oh, cutoff yeah. is, but I'm telling you right now, I'm going a high percentage too. I'm going like. 85 90 because it has to be june like if, it, if it's not june i don't see how they're going to i don't know maybe early july but if, if you're talking nothing's the plans are for late july like if it's not planned for july then i just feel like then you're over that threshold and you right. kind of just have to do plan b but i don't know i'm not a i'm not an expert on this but you got to get at least like two weeks worth of training camp in for every sport too yeah. so just get the players back in shape a little bit it also is very interesting to see if this curve that we're flattening, if it raises back up in any way, oh, that's right. immediately going to, you know what I mean? So that's Heard the other thing is we're, 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 we're fighting this thing that's like not even sports related. So, yeah. well, I don't if know. If the second wave comes, then like all bets are off. And it, with everything opening back up, it very well could happen. Yeah. And so we'll see. What's crazy to me is that like you have UFC and like professional wrestlers have been like professional wrestling's been going through this whole thing and that's yeah. just crazy to me. Yeah, like that's yeah. even allowed. Like, I just, yeah, it's. It, I mean, they talked about not making it a lot in some places. They tried. They tried it, hard not to. Right. That's why there was going to be Fight Island or whatever right. for the UFC because, I mean, yeah, obviously you have one-on-one, like competition, but the whole production and everything is. Mm-hmm. a lot more people oh yeah I think awesome that wrestling stayed around through this whole thing i mean i thought it was great it's like you know at least you're still getting a weekly entertainment right. you know yeah. yeah i don't think they got the credit that they actually deserved for that even even with them doing i don't know if they did everything by the books and by the tests and i don't really know but like i don't everyone kept saying there's nothing going on it's like I mean, I'm not a wrestling guy, but like you gotta give it a little respect. It is still right. going on, you know. Yeah. They, I mean, they did like weeks of tapings, like at one, like they did a two days. I know one show did two days worth of like it was worth like I want to say five weeks worth of tapings, which is two hour shows basically. Yeah. So that's a lot. That's a lot of wrestling, and it featured yeah. a lot of the same guys because they were like the show had 25 percent of the roster because they're like you don't have to come if you don't want to, like we understand, which is, that wasn't WWE because, you know, Vince McMahon was like, come work, come work now. So AEW is like, you don't have to if you don't want to. So like, we're not going to put you in danger. Which is the way it should be, I think. Right. uh, Yeah, the choice should be there. And just like, you know, people need, man, people need something to watch. People need something to look forward to in Mm -hmm. these times. Like, I thought like the UFC fight just like 
how excited I was for those fights. Was right. Crazy. How excited was I when I got the fucking password to work? Uh, dude, yeah, that was a real, real, real dumb. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm at I'm at a ninety percent. I think sport. I think you'll see either at least two of the three sports back in July for sure. From where we're sitting right now, like I would agree with you, but it's just everything is you know still up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unprecedented, unprecedented times. So definitely, I'm really hoping there's like enough tests available by July, like to just test every single athlete every day. Yeah, you know, just to make sure. Yeah, me too. That's what I was saying too. Is like somebody who has you know literally stayed inside more than probably you guys even anybody that you know honestly like if they just had a test where you could just do like a 15 minute test and I just know you know like that's all that's all that's all we need man just to know that's it. Yeah. It's just, it's so much bigger than just the athletes, though, right? Because you get just the flights, everything, like to right, go back right. to normal. That's what I'm saying. So if, you can, if you can get that test that says yes or no before you get on that you know, flight, it could be huge, you know? Yeah. Right. Sure. It's like an instant test or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Or, whatever, Joe, whatever, we got to get whatever Joe Rogan's giving his guests. Like, what, what, he what is, is giving them an instant test, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is like, yeah. yeah. That's Where what are those, Joe? That's what AEW's been doing. Like, if you show up right when you show up to the arena, you get tested for uh, Corona. If you get if you test positive, you just turn around, sent back, <laughs> like home, basically. Like, it's so weird. That's yeah. just so strange. But but what they should do is they should get these Disney hotels, like all the athletes in there, then film it. So then we have a documentary come out in like five years about the uh, genius players yeah seriously though that is genius. that would be great watch, yeah that would be a, there's no way that that could be bad that especially be if you have hockey players like in vegas with all those hotels on there but the casinos are open i would be all for that like yeah. let's go when yeah. do the coronavirus uh like docs and movies start coming out right oh yeah Probably. for sure yeah. Yeah. there's gonna be so many stories set during this period of time like it's gonna be ridiculous would you say this is like this is so fucked up for me to say this. I might ask the question, show, but like, is this like the modern day, like nine 11, like where it's like, it's you very so, different, but in a way, yeah, you it's get what like, I mean by that? Like it, you, it is something that a generation about. will set a generation's memory. Right. So by That's that, what I mean by that. Yes. Yeah. It is like that, but it's, it's very different. Obviously it's very drawn yeah. out and less dramatic. Yeah. But this is going to be something like you're con- you're going to be maybe taught about in school. Like this is what happened. 100%. Yes. 2020. Everyone will remember where they were and what they were doing like when this shit happened. Yes. It does have that going on. (laughs) Okay, Jack. (laughs) It will definitely mark the year for sure, you know. I mean, 100%. That's a given. There's your ghost, dude. Yeah. 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 Ghost name, All right. Well, let's move on to the game. We got a game set up for you guys. Oh, God. This is the lyric game. I'm not going to oh, play. No. Oh, no. It's between you three. Basically, all it is is I'm going to read lyrics, and the first one that say the name of the song and the artist wins the – it's the point. I can already tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm the least favorite here. I can tell you that one. I need both. I need the name of the song and the artist. Yep. Well, Dang. if you guys – if it starts going on to where you guys can't get both, then I might change it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do have a tiebreaker too, so which is just another song. But anyway, all right, you guys ready? Yep. All right, first song. 
I used to think that I could not go on and life was nothing but an awful song. But now I know the meaning of true love. I'm leaning on everlasting arms. Everlasting arms by somebody. No, I'm out. Literally, I'm out. I have no idea. I don't know either. Evanescence. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it could be. All right, here's, here's, the next, here's the next verse. See, I was on the verge of breaking down. Sometimes silence can seem so loud. There are miracles in life I must achieve. But first I know it starts inside of me. Nope. This is a pretty big song. That sounds like a pop song, like a Taylor Swift. Like a, it's an know. old R&B song. 90s. Oh, no, man. Come out. I believe I can fly by R. By R. Kelly. That is it. <laughs> It's totally it. <laughs> what? Stop, boys. <laughs> Did you, was that you a total guess? You wouldn't know our Kelly song. It was, a, it was pretty much a guess. It was just because we talked about this earlier. <laughs> yeah, that, it's totally I Believe I Can Fly by our Kelly. Damn. All right. <laughs> I'll point the grip for you. Good for you, wow. bro. See, yeah, this, is, this game is hard as fuck. Well, he needs all the points he can get because he's not getting them in trivia tomorrow. So watch yourself. Yeah. I'm due, boy. I'm due. I cannot wait for trivia tomorrow. By the way, I'm going to slay. So you got a lot to hold up to. You've been you've been talking like a trivia champ over here. You got a lot. You got a lot. A lot of waiting behind you right now. If it's if it has anything to do with science or like history, I'm fucked. <laughs> it's <laughs> random, my dude. It's random. That's what I'm in on. God, I hope I have sports or like movies. All right. It's all in there. You could get the one that Keith got one time to win. It was like, what color is a basketball? Yeah, what color is a Sudden death overtime against me. He it was like the, the hardest question ever, and then that was the next one. Was it a trick question? Was it like orange and black? Because that was, <laughs> was just orange. Like, it was just orange. By the way, that's we didn't talk about that, but that's actually – it's not Corona in the NBA. The biggest news is that they switched basketball brands. I, I saw that. Heads up. Yeah. Hmm. R.I.P. Spalding. R.I.P. Right. No, by the way, nobody nobody plays Wilson basketball. Nobody does that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Nobody does that. Like six-year-olds do. Up on Wilsons. <laughs> I think I've played with a Wilson before. I was surprised like yeah. Nike didn't jump in on it. Like, I want to know what that contract. I haven't seen the numbers yet, but I, I want to see what that contract was. Doesn't Adidas make their jerseys now too? The NBA. No, I think it's still Nike. Yeah, they got hockey though. You know that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right, what's next? I'm sorry, I derailed that. And boys, my chicken's gonna be here. So you gotta, gotta step on it. All right. <laughs> Second song tonight. I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive in the world. I'll turn inside out. I'm floating around in ecstasy. So blank, 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 because I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Uh. No, I know it. Oh, it's uh, it's Queen. Um. Somebody can jump in, steal it. I have no. Supersonic man. He says that's a lyric. Yeah, that's a lyric in the song. But that's not the name of the song. If it's not hip hop or R and B, I'm pretty much out. Don't stop me by Queen. Don't stop me by Queen. That's it. Yeah, you got it. I know a little bit of country, but yeah, I'm pretty much out on rock as a whole. That that makes me a terrible person, probably. (laughs) Well, this is just—I mean, Griffith's just going to win this game, which I don't like at all. Stop, Let's stroke his ego a little bit. It'll be all right. All right, next song. Uh, load up on guns, bring your friends. It's fun to lose and to pretend. She's overboard and self-assured. Oh, no, I know a dirty word. 
with the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now. Entertain us. I feel stupid and contagious. Uh, um, smells like team, team Spirit Nirvana. Griffin's going to win this game. <laughs> Where's the Breaking Benjamin at? <laughs> I didn't know you were a Breaking Benjamin fan. I would have jumped on that. <laughs> Polyamorous friend. All right. Here's the next song Griffin's probably going to get. Um, <laughs> Not hip-hop, Ben. <laughs> Have you got a color in your cheeks? Do you ever get that fear that you can't shift the type that sticks around the summit in your teeth? Are the same, are, oh my God. Are there some aces up your sleeve? Have you no idea that you're in deep? I've dreamt about you nearly every night this week. How many secrets can you keep? Cause there's this tune I found that makes me think of you somehow. And I play it on repeat. Not bad though. I know it. Like I know it. Like I was like almost finishing your words, but it's so out of rhythm that it's like really screwed me. So I'm trying to put it out of rhythm. I don't want um, you to do this one. Yeah, can you sing it for him? Can you go back? Yeah, give me that. Give me sing that. Can you sing for it for me? <laughs> it might be easier if you actually sing it. Michael Jackson thriller. No. Dude, no. Sick, yes. <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> If that didn't sound like an MJ song, I don't know what did. That's a uh, muse. Uh, no, it's a. Uh, if this feeling flows both ways. Oh, just hit the buzzer on him. He can't get yeah. that. He's out. He's out. You out? He's thinking though. It's a. Uh, <laughs> Do I want to know by Arctic Monkeys? That is it. My God. <laughs> Googling this shit. Yeah, Are you cheating over there? He's on a computer. Yeah, hands up, Tim. Not Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm similar taste in music to Todd. Sorry, boys. <laughs> it's just great. I mean, Grifford, you've, it's for nothing Grifford right now. This Were sucks. these songs randomly pulled or, or, or is this a, is this a user specific profile? Like what, what do we, where are we pulling this from? I, I just picked 10 songs today. Like okay. just Googled it, but, uh, old Kanye, man, come on. <laughs> well, you might get that. Uh, Right. Next song to all the ladies in place with style and grace. Big Papa, Notorious B.I.G. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Oh, happy birthday! I don't know where that yeah. came from? Shit. Well, I think Grifford's gonna. Uh, I think Grifford may have already won. I th- if you get this, Grifford, you won. Yeah. Gotta all finish right. up by the time my Popeyes gets here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> here I am in the place where I come, let go. Blank the bass and the sunset low. Every day like Mardi Gras, everybody party all day. No work, I'll play, okay? <laughs> Welcome so we- to Will Smith. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Keith. Keith got let's one. Go. There we go. All Keith. right. Mardi Gras down Miami, Will. Yeah, seriously, Will. Come on. All right. I'm going to skip the first line because I feel like everybody will just get it on the first line. Running after somebody, you got to let them, you got to let them somehow. I think you've got to slow down before you start to blow it. I think you're heading for a breakdown. Lose yourself. No, Gloria. It's Gloria by, uh, by goddamn, what's her name? It is Gloria. Gloria. It is the blues song. Uh, That counts. Yeah, it counts. All right, Griffin, you won. Good for you. Hey, hold on real quick, though. Griff, what's her name? Uh, I can't think of it right now. 
I never think of her name either. I, it's so I, weird. I, I, Brand- yep, that's Laura, it. That's yeah, it. that's yeah, it. Laura. Okay. All right, Griffin, congrats. You win the Lyric game with that's ease. Well done. <laughs> well done. I would, I would argue that it might have been slanted a little bit, but congratulations. That was good. I mean, a bunch of those were, yeah. The only one that, like, you guys had no chance, and I feel like it was, like, the Arctic Monkeys song, honestly. You two I mean, like, know that. But, like, Nirvana, like, Smells Like Teen Spirit, that's one of the classic songs of ever. Uh, I don't know. Go on. Yeah, the next song I had ready was a killer song, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not giving it to Griffin. <laughs> skipped over that song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I didn't hear any Tech 9 verses in there, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's still the same. Um, all right, real quick. One, two, three, finish. Hold Basically, on. What, what, Grifford? It's just what he does. It's what he does, man. Oh, I guess we could go with our one, two, three until yeah. uh, he gets Yeah, we back. can. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, finish. Basically, three shout-outs. Uh, anything you guys want to shout-out? Yeah. Uh, shout-out to you, Todd. Thanks, shout man. Shout-out to uh, Dugan. And uh, shout-out to Grifford, I guess. Wow, look at that. Any mute after I shout-out him out. Yeah, this dude. He's something else, man. He does it all the time. Here, listen, I'll do some shots. Shout out to the whole offended crew, first of all, because uh, you guys came with us and, and are, now we're all together, one big crew on the Anything Incredible Network. So he's oh, muted. Though, I can't unmute him. I, I have a no. button that says unmute. I'm trying to unmute him. Just to yeah, I don't know him. if you can. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to all you guys. UK uh, Stoutsy. Hey. He's back. Uh, you good? Yeah, we got some chicken just waiting for me. All right, then you got to give your shout-outs right now. Go. I would like to uh, give a shout-out to Popeyes for making that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Those Cajun fries are really my jam. Uh, I didn't check the bag. There better be some blackened ranch in there, or I may have to, like, withdraw this shout-out. But <laughs> that's it. That's the, only, that's the only person or thing that's getting a shout-out right now. So, so ranch, French fries, and Popeyes. That's yeah. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really hungry. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll finish mine real quick. It'll be yeah. quick. I just shout out to you guys for sure. Offended and, and the Anthony Incredible Network. Like we appreciate, man. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna be able to do a lot more stuff together. It's gonna be just good content all around. Uh, but you know, almost more importantly, we, we, this has been a hot discussion. I've actually, one of the most hot take uh, conversational points that I've received lately is not how awesome I am at trivia, even though we all know how really bad I am. It's actually the, the banana Laffy Taffy thing. So shout out to all my banana Laffy Taffy people out there. Oh, by the way, yes. Banana Laffy Taffy is the greatest. Thank you. Laffy Taffy. Thank you. There is. Thank you. Thank you. No. Yes, it is. That, you guys are out of your minds. You're that, ruining that, my appetite. That, honestly, that means the world to me. It really does. I, I've caught I, I've caught so much flack and so much negativity towards banana flavored laffy taffy. What? Um, yeah, yeah, it's been real. It's been real. I, I've had some really some some interesting hot takes before, but the, the banana laffy taffy that one blows my mind. Yeah, I remember listening to. I think I actually sent you guys a Snapchat. I was like, <laughs> what the "Fuck is this?" Like these two guys down here, man. They. They, Banana they I bet it's. I bet 80% of the world agrees with us. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Disagree. Totally disagree. Todd, who's your shout-outs, man? Uh, my number one uh, shout-out to you guys. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you guys for Thanks, filling man. in, especially that my other two co-hosts suck. Um, <laughs> they're not getting a shout-out. Uh, 
Number two, shout out to The Last Dance, just because yeah. that's just the, in my opinion, the greatest documentary I've ever watched. Like, yes. I was, I, when the, the two episodes ended, I'm like, I want all 10 now, because I would stay up and watch all 10. For sure. And um, number three, uh, it's a little serious. Um, have to give my thoughts to uh, thoughts or just with uh, wrestler Shad Gaspard. He passed away on Sunday. Uh, he, him and his son were swimming in Venice beach when a riptide came and took them both and he saved his son. Lifeguards came out and he made sure that his son was safe. When the lifeguards went back out to get him, he went missing Ooh. for two days and his body was discovered two days later. So, uh, yeah, thoughts and thoughts are with his family and friends. I mean, that's just tragic. I mean, he's a fucking hero. I mean. I mean, you just talk about what a great dad he is. I mean, making sure that his son was safe before putting his son before him. I think that's just incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. legend status. Definition man. of a hero. Yeah, yeah, that's legend status. Yeah. So yeah, R.I.P. Shaq Gaspard. It's uh, that sucks. That that sucked. That really sucked this past week. But either other than that, but thank you guys for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, Todd. Man, it's always a pleasure, man. Every time. Yeah. Every time. Thank you guys. Let's do it again. Well, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, you'll be hearing from us again. Definitely. Ready to win again, boys. Ah, uh, here we go. Ah, uh, here we go. Shit talking. <laughs> yeah, I'll take my championship tomorrow. Anyway. I doubt it. Well, thank you, guys. All yeah, right. All right, so let's give a big thank you to uh, the Anything But Credible guys. It came over. It was a takeover, an Anything But Credible takeover on Offended here tonight. Um had a lot of fun with them. Always have a lot of fun with them. Um, so shout out Dugan, Keith, Grifford. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Um, and thank you, all three of you. Thank you for having us on your network. I mean, I am just very happy to be on the network. And I feel like this is just, again, this is the start of like a long journey that we're going to have together. And it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. All right. Well, anyway, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OffendedPod. Make sure to go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042 as well. Uh, make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offended Presents Songs of the Week. And make sure to go uh, wherever you follow us on, wherever you're listening to this now, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to go follow us uh, at Offended, uh, Anything But Credible Network. Subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating. Uh, do what you got to do. All right, and here to play us out is Candidate by Tenfei. We'll see you guys next week. This has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. Again, this is Tenfei, Candidate. We'll see you next week.
At the end of the day